0: Blank Jack with Griffin and David, Black Jack with Griffin and David, don't know what to say or to expect, all you need to know is that the name of the show is Black Jack.
1: No, I'm semi-serious here.
2: You're seriously- He
1: will be attractive, he'll be nice and helpful, he'll get a job where he influences a great God-fearing nation. He'll never do an evil thing. He'll never deliberately hurt a living thing. He will just bit by little bit lower our standards where they are important. Just a tiny little bit. Just coax along, flash over substance. Just a tiny little bit. And he'll talk about all of us being salesmen. And he'll get all the great podcasts. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Hello, everybody. I'm Griffin Newman. Uh, I'm David
3: Sims. Hi, right. I'm involved in this podcast. Yes. You are Hi.
1: a co-host. We are hashtag the two friends. is a proprietary advantage. This is a podcast about filmographies. Mm. Directors who have massive success early on in their careers and are given a series of blank checks to make whatever crazy passion projects they want. And, and talk about a guy who had massive success early, early on in on. his career.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: First time at bat hits a full on home run. And now he's got, he's got a toll check to make whatever he wants. Sure. And he makes what I would argue is his finest film. Same. I think most now. Yeah, right. That's kind of the consensus. That's
3: got to be almost
1: unanimous. This one perfect movie where everyone goes like, oh, great. This guy's cracked the code and now he's going to make 20 of the greatest comedies of all time. And then that didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He Uh, mentored some really good directors. Well, we're, yeah. He made some movies with redeeming qualities. Yeah. But For th- sure. This is the Nexus, and then he never totally makes it all gel in the same way. Again. He
2: then makes a literal fortune on The Simpsons, like right after this. That's and, uh,
1: another that's thing. That's like that is, uh, almost parallel, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The Simpsons is 87. <laughs> he had a very good
2: 1987.
1: Well, this is, I guess, Tracy Olman is on while this is coming out. Right, no. The
3: Simpsons is 89, is when the, the show, show starts up. Right, right. right I think
1: right. 87 was Tracy Olman. right? Yes. Yeah. Sh-
3: in April 19th, 1987.
1: Yeah, so talk about a year where the die is cast. <sighs>
2: I mean, I had an okay year, but uh, you (laughs) you had a good year.
3: Eighty-seven, I I was. It was my first full year on the planet because I was born in 87. Yeah, Yeah, you you
2: learned how to chew food, but James L. Brooks. I'm right
3: where Charlie is right now. I was right where Charlie is right
2: now. Yeah, there you go. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Do you guys miss Charlie?
1: So much. He's one of the better guests we've had. I'm just talking your ear right now. Uh, You got to say who Charlie is.
3: We're going to talk about all this stuff. Well, yeah, just clarify, okay?
1: Well, they don't even. I I get what he's doing. He's talking in our ear, right? Come <laughs> on, okay. That's of course. Of course, that is of course. Uh, Washington bureau chief long. Ben
3: Hosley. Oh yeah, that should be his name.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, A.K. producer Ben A.K. the Ben Deucer, A.K. the poet laureate A.K. the Haas A.K. Mister Positive A.K. Right, no, AK Mister Positive AK, A.K. Yeah, no, faster. tiebreaker, faster. finest film critic, the peeper, the fart detective, the meat lover poet laureate no, i say that one already soaking White benny birthday We're benny white hot benny finish, finish, he's graduated finish. different titles over the course of different media series so such finish. as kylo ben producer ben kenobi since ben say ben <laughs> nishamalan say benny thing he Ben's with the dollar sign war haas ben 19 the film maker and robo haas wow.
3: well done wow uh yeah this is a producer movie this is a movie about a producer it sure is we should just be all ben
2: I just want to look at Ben and go, Bobby, 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 Bobby.
3: Uh The name of the miniseries is. As Pod as a Cast.
1: Oh, you asshole. It's Podcast News. It's called As Pod as a Cast and we'll decide later which one it is. We're saying both right now.
2: It's Pod Broadcast News. That was
1: Ben's suggestion. Pod Broadcast News. We are recording. That's the best one by far.
3: This just leave it all in. Ben, leave it all in. Leave it all on the table. We
1: are recording this episode of Miniseries in advance. We haven't finished the previous Miniseries because we have an amazing guest in town. We had to reschedule everything because there was a window of opportunity here. Exactly.
2: Joan Cusack was running through the hallway with files just to stop you from recording before yes. I got here. And
1: our guest jumped over a small child <laughs> in order to get to the studio. And under an open file cabinet. She is now officially joining the Three Timers Club. Yeah. That's right. The Three Timers Club and is officially joining the two-timer without a baby club.
2: Mm-hmm. Does she
3: count as a four-timer because she's actually on both Titanic episodes, though?
2: Oh, but I'm not. Didn't I leave No, you and, are. And, oh, you I'm are in the very at the beginning, beginning. of the beginning. Yeah.
1: Well, then that brings up a question. Is EO a five-timer by now?
3: Yeah. Yes. I'm going to weigh in no. Wow. I think, mm.
1: I think when you get into, do you count Kill Bill as one movie or two movies? Um, two movies. Kill Bill's two movies.
2: I mean... Yeah, I a couple of two movies.
3: But, like, is The Best of Both Worlds two Star Trek episodes, or is it just one? Right, and... You know, it, that's more what it's like to me. It's like a two-part
1: TV episode. Right, you know? and in Hannah Montana slash Miley Cyrus, The mm-hmm. Best of Both Worlds, a 3D concert movie, is that one person, or are these two aspects of the same person? I
2: mean, are you are going to sit here and tell me that Mockingjay Part 1 and 2 are, like, are the same movie? I mean, those are two epic events. <laughs>
1: those Those are, and they have different thematic concerns. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Kitty Rich is here.
2: Hello. Uh, now should we explain who Charlie is? <laughs> yes, Charlie
1: <laughs> is the baby.
2: I cannot believe you bringing a baby, baby to this recording studio, yes. not to the old recording studio. Yeah, this is the
3: thing. So this recording studio that we have been in for a while now Spacious. is three or four times the size it is of like, our last. Well, I think
0: it's bigger. more
2: technically not a closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
3: it's one way to think about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and how old was your
2: baby, Charlie? He was at about the time? five months old. Okay, so yeah, I mean yeah. now he is a toddler who would rip all of the cords out of the wall. It would, sure. it would be. I mean, I, d- I would not do it again with a five month old. I definitely. Wouldn't do it with a 17 yeah. month old, and uh, I cannot believe you guys let me do that. But
3: that's you wanted to talk about Titanic. I, that I'm sorry, badly.
1: I just need to, to, to one moment. Ben has pulled a banana out of nowhere <laughs> and is eating it like he's in a banana commercial. Wait, I he gotta take not, a picture of my Ben the style. Up are, right
0: there, in are
1: there
2: a banana commercials? I just want a snack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bananas not, are a good snack. All right, I'm behind
3: the scenes. I'm just manning the boards, making sure that everybody's looking at the right camera, talking in the right microphone. Eating a nanner. Eating a nanner. Continue. Sorry. Uh,
1: how's, how's Charlie doing?
2: You know, he's, uh, he's walking and talking. He loves bananas, actually. I feel like this was kind of some viral marketing for, for a baby. Um, and <laughs> then there's a banana on Mike.
1: Have you uh, already trained him in, in the ways of Oscar prognostication? Does you know, he have a all pick?
2: right. You, you know what? We watched a little bit of as like a Batman. Oh, a, in oh, your honor, right. he, he was into it. He likes things with songs better. So, you know, okay. not, like we're, we watched Moana a good bit. How you do you know if he's
3: into it? It's just that he's sort of like quiet and yeah, like, how do you know? So, so,
2: how do you, in how the words do of know? Jimmy L. <laughs> <laughs> or in the words of Amy Adams in Enchanted, which is, you know,
0: sure, yeah. great great song. To that exactly. Oscar nominated.
2: No, like, like, like he watches Sesame Street enough, like when the song for the letter of the day starts like he pays attention and then right. like goes back to wandering around to do whatever he wants. So, ha- Has he watched Coco yet? Yeah, we watched part of Coco. Okay. Yeah, it's was good. I don't, he, we didn't get to the part where you like weep and think about mortality in your family. Yeah, He's, I feel a little he'll, he'll get there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. The opening remembered me. That's fun. Yeah.
2: That's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, He's every, on a
1: stage with yeah, lights and yeah. then he
2: dies. <laughs> Spoiler for the first
1: five minutes of Coco.
2: <laughs> Does he get killed by a bell? Is he gets killed by bell, a bell.
3: bell. Yeah. Coco's great.
1: Yeah, for the, for uh, the we developers. we
3: may have already talked about. we've we'll Probably talked about it every uh, episode. But have yeah. the
2: Oscars happened by the time people hear this?
3: Let me check.
1: I think we'll be we'll be nudging up against. The, them, o- right? No, the Oscars have happened.
2: Wow, wow,
3: people! Congratulations to, to
2: best picture fuck. winner. Well, so
3: on our Munich episode, we correctly predicted, or I correctly predicted Moonlight. You correctly, I can't remember. Uh, One, you I'm did. I'm sorry. Right?
2: Go
1: fuck
3: yourself. I, I can't correctly remember. predicted. I literally Moonlight. can't. You still La La
1: Land? Uh, Fucking Todd was La La Land. I was like, money on the barrel, moonlight. Now, I believe in a previous episode, I predicted Get Out. Yes, David predicted Get Out will win Best. Did you not
2: predict Dunkirk on air somewhere? Because you've been predicting that. So let me just make a third prediction:
3: Uh, uh, (laughs)
1: Lady Bird. All right, great.
3: (laughs) So happy that that won.
2: Cover your bases. (laughs) Do you want to predict someone who's going to be accused of sexual harassment between now and then? Oh, oh, that's, that's
3: been, been a running on. kind of bit. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah. If yeah. We yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. By, by bit, Ben means we talk about filmmakers and actors and then right. half Ooh. of them have been accused by the time the episode <laughs> yeah. comes out. Because if we record an episode even 12 hours in advance, <laughs> yeah, right. we've somehow put our foot in our mouths.
3: Yeah, Where we're like, we're only going to talk about
1: Mr. Rogers. <laughs> right. Like,
2: come on! Yeah, yeah. Disaster strikes. Yeah. 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 We we talked uh, about cameras in the other episode. Uh, then
1: suddenly the <laughs> Ari Boflex got accused of good 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 one. hostile work environment.
3: Uh how is Charlie? I miss him uh <sighs> almost as much as I miss uh Me? uh you.
2: I you know, I look forward to teaching him how to be on podcast in like Five years? Like, I don't know. No, but you did the
1: right thing. You already got him on one early, yeah. so at oh, least yeah. he's comfortable in front of the mic. I know
2: he knows. You know, he likes to talk. So yeah. you know, if, if you like, let us Skype in someday. He Gladly. may. He, you know, he was born in Manhattan. I don't know when he'll get to come back, but when oh, he does, City. he will. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You can teach him everything uh, he'll never learn about uh, riding the subway. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, we gotta have Charlie back.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, this this show is going to go on for 25 years. Right? Oh, 100. Co- percent. Yeah, co-
3: correct.
1: Yeah, that's
2: this is going to be our
1: Simpsons. <laughs> I
3: remember one time early on, you and I in the Star Wars days. Uh-huh. I can you know, I don't remember when.
1: Yeah, so our salad days. In our <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: Just being where we were like, I don't know, we were talking about the future in some way, and you were like, and I was like, well, what if you have to like move to LA or something? You're like, it's fine. We'll just do it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. We're, we're, we'll just keep doing it.
1: I think I also said that won't happen. In my career so. <laughs> I distinctly remember that. You say a lot of bullshit.
0: <laughs> <I> Listen <laughs>
2: to plug my own I'm podcast. Yep. I've been doing fighting in the war room for f- seven years hey, now, now, and it's like two of us have left New York City. Yeah, true. It has kept going. It's yeah, lucky number seven. Honestly, having a podcast is a nice thing, guys. Can Keep I say?
1: It. And we do it. We do have to talk about our movie at hand because we have about five hours of conversation <laughs> to get to. Not a short movie no, either. But the thing I like about uh, Charlie is already he is an emotionally accessible podcaster because he was comfortable crying. <laughs> on Mike in our episode, I know, Very true. you know, I
2: know, is it like really to like transition into, like transition into you guys becoming a Marin style confessional? I'm asking I mean, ask him I on Marin, I he know. would just oh unlock those
0: God. gates like crazy. Yeah. I think it would go a little something like this.
1: <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> that was my impression of Mark Marin. I'm looking at my
0: most recent Charlie, your Who most are recent you guys? Charlie. <laughs> Who are your diapers? <laughs> All
1: right, great to have you back.
2: I'm so happy to be back. Okay, I'm glad you're
1: happy. Uh, so, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. Yep. It's called Broadcast News. It uh, is. Broadcast News. Broadcast News. It's a direct follow up to a Best Picture winner. Uh, yeah, although it took him a few years because yeah. Terms is 83, right? Right. And then this is 87. He takes mm-hmm. four years.
3: He's a meticulous director. Was he, he doing anything slowly. else
2: in that period? I, was I like, mean,
3: he's probably
1: producing like half a dozen some, things. Let's look taxi it up. He was on the air at this point, right? I'm going to look it up. Okay. He was doing other shows, but but this becomes the thing of, like, if you want a Brooks movie, he's going to do it on his own schedule. Um, and especially because it's interesting because he came out of the meat grinder of television, where yeah. even though he was a very yeah. deliberate, thoughtful writer, it's like, you just got to make it. You got to put a slice of pizza out there every week. It doesn't matter if it's perfect. And he fought uh, a lot of uh, sort of doubt when he went into making Terms of Endearment because you, you can't go from TV to movies. You're right. a sitcom no, guy. Never you can't heard make of him. movies. You know,
3: Taxi goes off the air in 83. Weirdly, oh, wow. he has no credits in between Terms of Endearment and Broadcast News. Yeah. I,
1: I believe he spent most of these years writing and researching this movie. He well, said he spent like two years researching. It was worth it. Yes. Yeah. I mean. It's such a fucking detailed movie. Because like Luke Grant is off the air by
3: 82. Wow. Uh, Tracy Ullman doesn't start, as we mentioned, until right. 87. So it's like he is kind of chilling. I mean, he's richer than God, so yeah. he can do yeah. whatever. No, that's he wants. a crazy
2: thing. He was already richer than God yeah. from television before yeah. he helped Simpsons. create The Simpsons. Right? It's yes. exactly.
1: Right. Yes. Um, it's worth mentioning that uh, Terms of Endearment was also crazy successful. In yeah. addition to being like critically beloved, and it was box, one of the highest grossing films of the year. Yeah. Right. So he really kind of now had he. It's the thing we are drawn to with directors on the show. He kind of made a space for himself. Where immediately with one movie, it was like this is what a James L. Brooks movie is. And you marry that to the whole history of what he had done in television and how he'd sort of quietly pushed progress into representation, you know, in a very white bread way. Mm-hmm. But Mary Tyler Moore was like this big game changer and everything um, and doing sort of a little more erudite Tony multi-camera sitcoms. And then even just shit like taking Lou Grant, putting him onto a drama. Like he was a guy who was experimenting a lot of interesting ways. Turns and and blows up and he wants to make a movie about Journalist. Now he started out thinking he wanted to be a news guy. He worked at news stations when he was young, before he got roped up into all of this business. So he decides this is what I want to do, and spends like four years pretty much researching it. And he
3: do really, we know where
2: he was? Yes. Like did, I so, can
3: tell you all of the context.
2: Well, you, I hear, I hear you're a connoisseur.
3: That's hey, what I was hang waiting hang. for. I was Damn waiting. It. for it, we're both step on your line. A <laughs> Did you mention that we were the two friends? I can't remember. I did. It's
1: a proprietary. advantage.
3: no podcast. I gone. <laughs> so he starts hanging out, Susie. With Susie, uh, Susan, I sh- you know, Susan Zarinsky of CBS News. I call her Susie. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, who I believe is even credited as a producer on the movie. And
1: technical advisor. Yeah, both.
3: Uh, and who Holly Hunter modeled her whole look on.
1: And who he based the character off of. I mean, he yes, started really It's right. all about her. The crying stuff all comes from her. Right. right.
3: Um, where he just starts shadowing her at CBS News where she's at the Washington Bureau. Mm-hmm. And uh, like... Just that you know, she had joined the Washington Bureau when she was twenty. This is the days back before journalists went to school. Fuck school. Yeah. You learn on the job. Yeah. And uh and um just worked at CBS for like decades. She's now a senior producer on Forty Eight Hours, I think. You wanna see a picture of <sighs> oh, Yeah, so? I'm
2: I- I'm glad you know how to spell her name because I was dying wow look she, at her. Well, and she's Holly Hunter size she's Holly well. Hunter size yeah. Wait, I. what was e. she short. wearing in the mid 80s because this is the main thing I want to know like you would do is she wearing long floral skirts and large sweaters and does she that's have a, a bow a great question like the yeah. dress with a big bow on it at the correspondence dinner yeah. I mean I can talk about the fashion of this for about 45 minutes everything about this movie
3: um, I'm trying to find young Susan Cerinsky because there's a lot of current day
1: there's there, there's a criterion edition of this movie that's excellent with a very long making of sort of retrospective documentary there's one about james l brooks at large and there's mm-hmm. one about this film in particular and there's a lot of Zerensky interviews and uh i think a lot of photos of her from the time but i haven't rewatched it uh highly recommend it though um he wrote the part for deborah winger
3: yes
0: mm-hmm. His, she was
1: gonna be in the movie and then she got pregnant mm-hmm. like three months before filming and uh Holly Hunter was sort of just starting to happen. Raising Arizona was kind of the big thing. Raising Arizona was the parts. same year. Raising Arizona's the
3: same year. Yeah. Um she, Which is she, wild. she was not starting to happen. I mean, like
1: she she's she was friends in, with the like Coens. swing
3: shift. Like, right. yeah, and she's I don't think she's even in Blood Simple. She's like she's, she's a like a voice or yeah. something. Right.
1: Do you know what I think every time I watch this movie? Can you imagine how exciting it must have been to be the casting director and have Holly Hunter walk in? Shh.
3: Holly Hunter's the greatest.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially if you don't know that Holly Hunter is like one of the greatest actresses of all time. She's just someone on a list and Mm -hmm. you go, Holly Hunter? Yeah. And she walks in and starts doing this. Yeah.
2: And she's got that accent and and she's five feet tall. So I've discovered
1: a movie star. I've given someone the role that's going to give one of the best performances of all time. And also now we have a movie. Yeah. Yep. Like Deborah Winger would have done a really good job in this. She's a very good actress. But there's lightning in a bottle in this movie Mm -hmm. with Holly Hunter fits this role so well. And also... The energy of someone knowing they're getting the big shot.
2: Yeah, because that's what the movie is about, too. 100%. It's about somebody who is chasing that big shot at all moments, kind of at the expense of everything else around her, and is not going to, like, stop going after it. And she's such a weird movie star because
1: she's, like, she two foot one. <laughs> yeah, She's very small. <laughs> she's super aggressive. Yep. She's like a little blunderbuss. Right. Yeah. She's got a high-pitched voice, but also, like, a really heavy twang. She's yep. got
3: a squeaky voice with this, yeah, crazy yep. sort of Georgia, yeah.
1: Right, but she's got this, like, Tasmanian devil energy. Yeah.
3: I love her. Yeah. She's the best. Let me give you some. I, want, I just want to talk about Holly Hunter for a while. Mm-hmm. So she's born in Georgia. We uh-huh. know that. She's from Georgia.
2: Took a midnight train down there.
3: So she's, <laughs> from, she's from near Katie Rich.
2: Yeah. I, oh. I was born in Georgia, actually. She's just from? Barely just over the border. C-
3: Conyers? Conyers? Conyers is right outside Conyers. Atlanta. That's where she's from. Yeah. Okay. Yes, 24 miles east of Atlanta. Okay. Uh she goes to Carnegie Mellon, like they all have, mm-hmm. just the classic Hollywood track. Right. Gets a degree in drama, moves to New York City with who? Francis McDormand. Mm. Francis McDormand. Mm. Fran McDormand. They were Lives where?
1: In the Cons apartment, right? At
3: the end of the D train. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the Bronx. Uh, you know, up in like Arthur Avenue territory, sure. you know. Yeah. Starts doing what? Plays. <laughs> Off Broadway. This? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, and then, yeah, she moves to L.A. in 82, but she's, like, basically not in a movie for five years. Yeah. Has that little role in Swing Shift. That's but, it.
1: But the big thing was it was the two of them hanging out with the Coens at that yeah, time. Yeah, man. Right. So they kind of were lucky enough to be in the right place and identify two of the best actresses of a generation.
3: How do
2: they never put Frances McDormand and Holly Hunter, like, together? Like, to team them? I mean, it's a lot of energy for one movie. Yeah, but, a lot of energy. I mean, Are they never in a movie together? I don't think so.
3: Now that's blowing my mind. Oh
2: uh, well, no, no, well, they're no. They're both no. in
3: O no Brother Were Art Thou*. And Francis McDormand's mm. in oh, no, no, *Raising no,
1: Arizona*. Not. No, they're not. Yes, Francis McDormand yes, is in *Raising Arizona*. That's, that's right. the yeah. one time she comes yeah. over. Yeah, that's that's like, absolutely that's right. That's like the only time they've ever done. And
2: a scene Frances together, McDormand right? is doing like a very not Francis McDormandy kind of part, where she's kind of like the airhead yeah. friend. Right. So You got. You got to get a I'm something. What's sh- the I'm thing? I'm
3: sure there's another one, and now I'm like struggling to think. I guess
1: there isn't though.
3: Yeah. That's weird. Sorry. Why aren't they? Yeah, they should all hang out. It's very bizarre. I mean, in a movie.
1: Yeah. It is those weird things about like when you find out decades after that two iconic, huge movie stars were close friends before they were famous and then their careers just never pass again. like
3: how uh, Connie Britton and Lauren Graham were uh, roommates for many years. Really? I love that. I love that fact. It's a great fact. Let's only talk about women on this podcast. Yes. Then we won't be like tarnished months later when it turns (laughs) out the fucking, you know. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, um, because you know what role she gets off of broadcast news? It was supposed to be the next like huge. Always always.
1: Mm. now she's Spielberg's brought her in. She's going to be Audrey Hepburn, right? Which is
3: Spielberg seeing her in this and being like she could be like the greatest like Mm -hmm. sort of old fashioned romantic lead firecracker lady, right? And she is. I think she's awesome in that movie. But that movie is fucking bizarre. Yeah, and uh, And then and then she
1: goes more serious and does her run of like.
2: The Piano. The the a little she while Oscar. Oscar. She
3: only makes one movie in between Always and the Piano. She doesn't yeah. do a lot of movies yeah. unless she really wants to, I think. Then The firm, right. Right. She's great in that. That's
1: a double nomination year,
3: right? Uh, the, yes. And then Copycat. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. What else we got? Crash, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. A good Crash. Right. Uh Home for the Holidays. Yeah. Great movie. A Jodie Foster film. Um, A Life Less Ordinary. I didn't even...
1: I don't even remember yeah, if she's she was in, in that. that. Yeah,
3: and you know, honestly, by the time it's the 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 aughts, the yeah, I feel like she's sort of like the supporting player who you know will like sort of pop up in your movie once in a while. Like she's already not a lead anymore. It was surprising when bad. she
1: got the thirteen nomination too. She's so good in that. Yeah, that yep.
3: movie's stupid, but she's yeah, she's so she's good, so in,
1: good that. in that. Uh, she's 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 one of the best actors alive.
3: Yeah, for um,
1: sure. But she also uh, I don't I don't know she. She she holds back. She makes us uh, yearn for more Holly Hunt. Well, she
2: had a 46 episode series on what, USA. Right? Fuck. It's even yeah, great. Like, I know. that's a thing that, we never that, think about. That show
3: was really weird. Really weird. Yeah. Really Well, that really was weird. a period
2: where she, Kira Sedgwick, yes. run close yes. and yes. someone else. Like, Mary they all,
3: McCormick, who doesn't quite fit, but. Yeah, you know. like they
2: all had like
1: their series on yeah. cable. Yes. Um, characters were welcome at that at that <laughs> time and place. Especially in
3: the various Turner networks. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she did cause she did the positively true adventures of Alexis, Texas cheerleader right. murdering mom. That's right. another like big, big TV movies of the Oh uh, and, and of course we're forgetting. She played Roe in Roe versus Wade, right. which is another T V movie. She drank a
1: jar of Granny's Peach Tea in BVS DOJ. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she did.
2: <laughs> she did. She's been uh,
3: nominated for how many Oscars? Four? Four if she gets nominated for the
1: big sick.
2: Oh wow, oh, only I'm, three. Which I'm assuming yeah. here. she will. Yeah, it's yeah. it's this. It's the piano, and it's thirteen.
1: Yep, that's it. Uh, now I need to talk about the the thing. If we're going to oh, no, talk I'm about sorry, Holly- four,
3: because of the firm. Thank I you forgot about the firm. So it'll be five with uh, yes. the big sick.
1: Because the firm nomination so weird. Double nomination yeah, in one I I year. No, it's that
3: the was... Julianne Moore. Yes, yeah, except yeah. it worked for her. It worked for her. She won. Yeah,
1: right. Um and uh and what's her name um. Uh, Just Galang pulled off the same trick. Um, she would not have won for Tussie if she Lang. didn't have Francis that same year.
3: Right. Yes. Yes.
1: Usually, the double nomination they give you one of them. Yeah. But Sigourney whiffed twice in one night. So did Julie Moore.
2: It's been a while since that's happened. Yeah. Is Julian Moore, the Moore last is one? the last
1: one for sure. Right? Uh, Jimmy Fox. What? Oh, fuck, yeah. Collateral yeah, and Flateral Ray. Flateral
3: and and did he Ray. really get
2: nominated for collateral?
3: He sh- should have been a lead. He, yeah. That, uh, that should have been problem. his nomination.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well,
3: Wait, he is good in Ray.
2: Did Leo do it at the Oscars or was it only... It was for at the what? SAG. Oh, it, yeah. It, was, it was like at the they Globes gave, where he's oh was for in Blood Departed Diamond. for yeah. yeah, that was SAG. The SAG,
3: SAG yeah.
1: strict categories. So yeah. you can only vote for them within a category. Golden Globe <laughs> gave him lead for Departed.
2: <laughs> SAG gave him supporting for this Departed. This is what happens when Katie mm-hmm. is on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've already had this year's, uh, this year's blankies with Joe. So I'm just bringing it all back. Just
3: That's true. We when, probably you, just did that a month what ago. What categories do I do this year? Oh, you got to think. I don't know. On the record, what categories you going to do? Who's going
1: to get the best... Movie that should have had a hand puppets in, as all the actors. I don't know. Yeah, let's take Weird, time uh. to have you brainstorm what you're going to do two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great segment that people want to hear, Ben. <laughs>
0: Ding dong. Oh, uh, yeah. Get <laughs> the door. Can okay, let me just. <laughs>
3: I recognize that music.
1: <laughs> that <is so> <laughs> Ah, hello! Oh, boy. It's-a me, Luigi! Okay, yeah, I was wondering.
3: You never know, they're similar looking.
1: But are you colorblind? It's-a me!
3: Well, thanks for pointing that out, Luigi.
1: Is this tech support?
3: Uh, this is a blank check
1: podcast. Podcast studio. studio. Oh, no, I need help!
3: What's the problem, Luigi?
1: I want to transfer my Wii games! I need the Wii transfer!
3: Um, I, I don't know I'm, what that even I'm means. I right ripped now. my
1: Wii games onto a computer. Wee, <laughs> help me transfer them. I'm a Luigi. Okay, well, when it debates over whether or not I have genitalia. I'm Luigi.
3: What's your last name? By the way, can I just clarify something before I tell you about something that might interest you? Is your last name really Mario? Yeah, Luigi Mario. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. Mario Brothers. I mean, yeah. Um. Well, I would you be interested in a service called Wii Transfer?
1: Yes, it sounds exactly like what I want. Okay,
3: well, it's all a about- Wii transfer. It's all, <laughs> It's all about making the creative process easier for everyone. Oh. They built their site to be the simplest way to share big files around the world for free. There's no sign-in. There's no offer codes. There's no password that you're going to forget. You just upload the file, you send it, and you get back to making what
1: you make. Oh, it sounds like I can use that for my EP as well. You've got an EP? Yeah, I'm a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> It's me, Luigi. Your
3: accent is, is, I don't know where it is, but it's bleeding on some edge.
1: I don't think so. (laughs) Sort
3: of like Transylvanian. No. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Well, 40 million people use WeTransfer to send and receive files every month. And since day one, they've devoted 30% of their ad space to showcasing creative people around the world. Musicians. That
1: many people transferred Super Mario Galaxy.
3: Photographers, illustrators, podcasters, plumbers. I don't know.
1: Right? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's an art of plumbing. It's an art. The plumbing's an
3: art. You, It's, it's not even... It's so, what is it? It's Italian. like Dutch. I <laughs> the plumbing's uh, an art. Spaghetti, uh, Well, Luigi, in the spirit of what I just described, we're going to skip the rest of this ad and get right back to the podcast. It's wetransfer.com. You make, we transfer. And... Griffin and I have
1: used this. Well, I don't make Nintendo. Company makes, and then I transfer. Right. The
3: Wii. Luigi, can you chill out for a second, Griffin? We've actually shared files using WeTransfer all the time since they became friends of the show, and yeah. uh, it's way easier than I, you know, yeah, my, any other process.
1: My Mario and Luigi slash fake. I always use WeTransfer to transfer that to you, and it gets to you just as fast. As that slash fit gets my blood boiling, I was thinking more of film clips, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, the slash fit. Look, just you, because you don't open the files yeah. doesn't mean I haven't sent them to Honestly, you. Honestly, you could stop sending it to us. Uh, we, we, we don't want to. Also, it's stop almost too them about easy me. to get
3: them with WeTransfer, too. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. They're like too accessible. Stop I
1: sharing my personal stories. Oh, wait, that stuff's real? <laughs> oh, boy. You're right. You might, might want to hop on out of here, Luigi. <laughs> Okay, so where were we? This is a necessary thing to talk about because this has been a big aspect of my life. Okay. My mother looks a lot like Holly Hunter, and people think my mom is Holly Hunter.
3: Your mother does mm. look a lot like Holly Hunter. It's weird. Like, I haven't even met your mother. I've only seen her, if yes. that makes sense. Like, because yes. uh, at the, the time we saw Star Wars at the Zigfield, which right. Katie was also. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you met there?
1: her. Yeah. I have yes Uh, his mom was there everyone was
3: there his mom famously famously got up uh, right before Han Solo got killed on screen spoiler alert
1: and at the end of the movie she said isn't it weird that Han Solo is just like not in the last 20 minutes at all (laughs) (laughs) like at the end they show everyone saying goodbye
2: And Leia looks so sad. And we don't yeah, know God. why. Oh, it's uh, so funny. My I mother, remember her getting up and
3: wanting to say to this woman I have not met back yeah.
1: yeah. no, no, don't just sit down. <laughs> this like, t- t- a, yeah. tiny, flinty Holly Hunter. She's quite small, small framed. My, yes. ma- my mom, very similar build to Holly Hunter, very similar hair color, mm-hmm. fairly similar facial shapes.
2: Frencher. Frencher. Yeah, I would assume not with a thick Georgia accent. Right.
1: She's French, but she speaks in a pretty standard transatlantic. Sure. kind of a- sure. accent and then but but they have very similar looks and they mm-hmm. dress fairly similarly and especially like i'd say 10 or 12 years ago there was like a point of confluence where my mom was getting stopped all the time mm. wow. where she went to a clothing store someone would be like hey can i help you and like <laughs> the employees would like bend over backwards and start calling her miss hunter oh
2: man uh, yeah
3: sure i can't wish i could yeah. do her uh-huh. Dash, I need her? you to run as fast as you can. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. She's gentler in The Incredibles, yeah, slightly. So you know, she now. has that yeah. area.
1: Like, I also think my mom, mom looks voice.
3: like oh, she's so good in The Incredibles. looks like Elastigirl. Yeah. Mm. Um, I love Holly Hunter. Anyway,
1: I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast before, but I was talking, I was new at a high school, mm-hmm. right? It was my freshman year of high school. I had just gotten there. I had two friends who knew me well enough and had met my parents and knew for a fact my mom wasn't Holly Hunter. And I was talking to them about the fact that everyone thinks my mom's Holly Hunter. And they were like, what if we pretend that your mom is Holly Hunter? <laughs> so the next day or whatever it was, a couple of weeks later, the Oscar nominations come out. She gets the 13th nomination.
2: Oh.
1: And in a pre-smartphone era where people couldn't get that information, people come up to me and they said like, hey, I heard you have the Oscar. What are the Oscar nominations? Because they knew I'd memorized all of them already. <laughs> right, right? You, had, you had a brand up. I stayed in late, you know, so <laughs> I could watch the nominations before I went yeah. to school. And what I would do was I would announce them while one of those two friends was around me. <laughs> and I'd go Best Supporting Actress, uh, Marsha Gay Harden, Mystic River, Renee Zellweger, Cold uh, Mountain, uh, Holly Hunter 13. And then one of them would go, oh, my God, your mom got nominated? It went, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, so, uh, uh, and I would just keep on moving. So Hooray, mm. Gashaloo, uh, House of santa Fog. Um, wow! So Great would make them ask like, "Wait, who's Griffin's oh, okay. mom?" Oh no,
2: you had like your confidence, man, like your plant in the audience,
1: right? So then people kept on saying like, "Your mom got nominated." I was like, "Yeah, I, yeah, yeah," but I just would never say it. Uh-huh. I would act. Oh yeah, coy. No, you would
2: play cool about it.
1: Someone asked me, "So what? How how did your mom react?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, she was still sleeping when I left for school." The next week, the Entertainment Weekly Oscar issue comes out. You know, they do their little profile of each of the actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And They said, so what do what how did one time winner and four time nominee Holly Hunter react to the news of her latest nomination? I was sleeping at the time. I didn't find out about it. And everyone came back to me and was like, we thought you were lying, but you were telling the truth. So I went by Griffin Hunter Newman for like a lot of high school to try to trick people into it.
2: Did you feel like you were trapped in the lie at that point? Or did you feel like it was really benefiting you? No, I felt like Steve
1: Ranazizi. I felt totally (laughs) oppressed by by the lie I had made. Remember Steve Ranazizi? Yeah. (laughs) I told my mom because my sister Romley was much younger so she'd come by to pick up Romley from like preschool which was in the same building Yeah, I said like if you come by you don't have to lie to anyone you don't have to say (laughs) oh
2: so you told her you like owned up fast
1: I was like if someone comes up to you and says Miss Hunter don't correct them
2: if they ask you what your name is you can be honest and she went along with this yeah do you think we could get him on the pod
1: Rain is easy yeah yeah he told me he'd do it but I don't know if he's telling the truth He told you he'd do it right after he gets off work at Merrill Lynch. Yes. Um, Sorry. If you Google me online, my name still comes up with Hunter in it and most places. My mom's pretty angry about it. My mom calls the photos of her in the big sick now. Um, Wait, she, what? When you Google me. <laughs> yes. Now that there's like more information.
3: Wait, out so about you're,
1: me, you're, you're saying your Wikipedia entry's wrong? Every other name I have
3: there is true. Griffin, Claude, Beresford, Dauphin, Hunter, Newman. One of those is false. I'm deleting Hunter.
1: Don't do it. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) My mom will be really happy.
3: Because your high
2: school friends will finally figure out you've been lying about this. Yeah.
1: My mom thinks I've been like forcefully reasserting that lie. And I'm like, the internet is a life of its own. (laughs) Because that was like my Facebook name when I was 15. So now everyone like edits it into everything because they thought it was real. So Um, are like
2: your high school classmates editing your Wikipedia entry?
1: I don't know. I have no idea how anything works anymore. I don't really know how it works either. But I went to go see The Big Sick with Romilly, and literally every outfit Holly Hunter wears in that movie is a collection of clothing <laughs> items that my mom has, and I like couldn't pay attention to the film. I like
2: what she wears in that movie. It looks, She, she looks dresses pretty, very well. My mom's a stylish lady. So looks comfortable.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, I've always felt like a kinship to Holly Hunter because of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was maybe one of the first times I watched Raising Arizona really young, but didn't like it at the time. Raising Arizona is like the best. It's yeah, the best. it took me weirdly a long time to realize I, that. I adore though. that movie. How, I watched you love that like, movie, e- right? Katie,
3: yeah, I feel like yeah, we've talked about Raising I Arizona.
2: Usually, it's like picking a favorite Cohen's. I feel like is like every day you can pick a different one. Yeah, but like I often default to Raising Arizona as my favorite Cohen.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, I feel that's like a, I think that's a decent favorite Cohen. Anyway, I, I do too. Uh, This was probably the first time I really engaged with with Holly Hunter in like a full force way after knowing for years just about her being like a doppelganger to my mother. But you
2: didn't see this till you were like older, right? I saw this when I was like 10. Oh,
0: man. Because
1: there was that AFI 100 funniest movies special that they did. Like 100 years, 100 laughs. Mm -hmm. Funny times for funny people. (laughs) <laughs> they did like a primetime special. Shout out, Mike Ryan! Shout out to Mike Ryan. Mm-hmm. They did a primetime special with a countdown, and I at Blockbuster they would hand out a little booklet with a hundred movies, and I became obsessed with uh-huh, going through all of uh-huh. them because I was a connoisseur of comedy before I was a connoisseur of. We going to talk about the movie? Yes. Okay. Broadcast News charted really high, so I remember watching it very young. It's got all these fucking stories and liking it, but also I was ten. I was like, "Why is this so sad?"
2: Yep. Like yeah. I had a hard no, yeah. time
1: swallowing the sadness yeah. to it.
2: Because you're also watching like Animal Crackers or like Right. Yeah. Python. Right.
1: Um, and then I probably didn't see it again until maybe I was 19 mm-hmm. and then was like oh this is one of the greatest films ever made and I watch it once a year now you talking about Raising Arizona? I'm talking about broadcast news. Okay, I good. am on topic. Uh, so, yeah, hey,
3: just checking in from oh the my booth. God. Uh, sure. Are we going to talk about Albert Brooks' career? Are we going to get into the plot? Where are we at? I'm, I'm, I got it. Okay, good. <laughs> Don't worry.
2: <laughs> you brag about how you keep us on track, <laughs> yeah, but you well, know.
1: Jesus, he's on and <laughs> on just about feed me the God lines. knows what. We'll, we'll establish a rhythm. We'll be like sex. Feed You're me the, the lines. the connoisseur. You're the of connoisseur context. of context. And now I would like to discuss... And the thing I'd like to discuss now is, is, Albert, Brooks. is Albert Brooks and yes, his is no
3: no guys, career. They I call him Tomcats. <laughs> I, I hate this bit. Era.
1: They call him Tomcats, right?
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: it's one of the hardest plans to fly. Are
3: you riffing on me, Griffin? Uh huh.
2: It's a rhythm. It's I exciting. mean,
3: Brooks is. I mean, Lost in America comes out in '85. Brooks is just sort of established at this point, right? I mean,
1: he was like a huge uh, icon of cold comedy. He was like a Tonight Show favorite.
3: Tonight's Show favorite. I, he'd been on S, done his SNL. Right, uh, he did all the
1: shorts short films and stuff. Them. I mean, he has one of the best, like a Star Is Born stories ever. Like better than the like Lana Turner being well, discovered. Okay, I want to hear this story. story. He we're going to was talk was born about born Albert Einstein, as yes. we all know. Yes. yes, yes. But do you know this story? He went to Carnegie Mellon just like Holly Hunter before that. Yeah, go on. He was born Albert Einstein because his parents thought they were really funny. Uh huh. His brother, Bob Einstein, also Mm -hmm. known as Marty Funkhauser, Super Dave Osborne. Right. um, He was childhood best friends with Rob Reiner. They grew up next to the Reiner. Fair enough. And Rob Reiner, son of Carl, of course. Mm -hmm. And in the late 60s, early 70s, maybe, Carl Reiner was on The Tonight Show. And Johnny Carson asked him, who do you think is the funniest person alive? And his answer was, my son's friend, Albert.
0: Right, right. And
1: he gave a whole speech about how his son's... 10-year-old friend Albert Brooks was the funniest person And how
2: Rye Reiner is not worth a damn. Right. Jeez. But damn. he was, like, kind True. of anointed
1: <laughs> at that moment. Yeah. And it took him a while to start popping, but, like, he always had this glow around him because it was, like, Carl Reiner at the peak of his powers.
2: Said he was the funniest person alive.
1: Right. So he was, like, on The Tonight Show, like, 20 times in his early 20s, was making short films for Saturday Night Live. Like, was too big to join the cast of Saturday Night Live by the time Saturday Night Live started. Hmm. Did these st- stand-up albums that were, like, legendary and then just was, like, I don't want to do stand-up ever again. And just stopped. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm making movies now. Uh, Yeah. And he starts doing that, makes himself like an auteur. Yeah, because he made Real Life, which is, I think, 79.
3: Modern Love. Uh, Rom- Modern Romance. Sorry. Which is eighty like three maybe? Sure. Uh, let me look it up, actually. I want to know. 81. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry. Ooh, boy. That was embarrassing. Then Lost in America, which is, in my opinion, a perfect movie.
1: I, I weirdly have never been able to love that movie. That's why they call it. Las Vegas Gambler. I'm all about Gary Marshall in that movie giving the greatest performance That's in the history of something. That's what I'm quoting, yes. Yeah. Uh, Sandy Claus! <laughs> uh,
3: so, yeah, he's...
1: An established, know yeah. great comedian, right? It's kind of a big move for him to be in this movie, though, because he was mostly doing his own films or little tiny well, bits and stuff. This is someone really using had, him as an actor. For he the first had time. been in Taxi Driver. Let's
2: oh, not right. forget, which is
3: his which first. Which I don't film remember role. at all. He's oh so really? Cool. You yeah. should watch it's Taxi a long, Driver. Well, what yeah, a movie. It's been a long
2: time since I saw it. I don't remember him being in it. He, he kind is, of plays the this nice same guy. character.
3: Yeah, he's Sybil Shepherd. Oh, I was about to say, does he work with Sybil? Got it. Okay. Yeah, I definitely saw
2: Taxi Driver before I saw Broadcast News.
3: He's in it a lot. Though like and he has the um the uh I believe he has a square box. Oh no, maybe he doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh he's also he in Private Benjamin.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And, right. He dies uh, over he, a kitchen sink. Yes. He's in, sink. uh
3: he's in Unfaithfully Yours, other thing that's a small role. Oh,
1: so he did more yeah. yeah. But oh,
3: and also yeah. of course he has made his movies. Yeah. Uh three of his movies. He's gonna make Defending Your Life Next with Meryl Streep, which is uh-huh. a great movie. I agree with that. Uh and uh yeah. He's uh, Albert Brooks, and I love
1: him. And he gets his uh, one in general, and yeah. only Oscar nomination for this movie. That's right, because they snubbed him for Drive, which yeah. was weird.
2: Yeah, man, we all thought that was going to happen. He thought that was going to happen. And well, not only did we
3: happen, all think he yeah. won Lafka, at, or no, he didn't actually win Lafka. He won, you know, a, a zillion critics' awards.
1: I remember even after he got snubbed at the Globes, they said, look, this is still a two person race it was <laughs> uh, between who, him and whoever won, who that, won year. that year. Yeah, it was is like it's Christopher either Brooks Plummer or him. Year? I think it is. I think the it plumber was. Year. I think it was a plumber.
0: Yeah.
1: Plummer v. Win. Brooks. Donald yeah. Justin. <laughs> uh, it's not a weird one. He's good in that movie. And then the third leg of this triangle, obviously, is the Big Hurt. The Big Hurt. How do you feel about Billy Hurt?
2: I mean, I was. I have not finished your Lost in Space episode, which is oh, the, uh, the the
3: most recent one as we were going. <laughs> I you have to go through the planet
2: I think it's hard like so I was trying to I've seen The Big Chill also a million years ago and sure. I was trying like, try to put it on the other day to be like alright this movie and I got like 10 minutes in and Charlie didn't want to watch it so you know watching movies with babies is yep. a challenge The Big yeah.
3: Chill is an incredibly watchable movie yeah that no is, I like you know, it's
2: on Hulu I'm like glad right. to know that it's it,
3: it, there it, 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 you know certain things about it sting a little bit where you're like oh, okay who cares but, but you're you also know, say, but,
1: I mean babies are kind of like Armand White
2: they're
3: <laughs> very very selective very
2: but, selective yeah. and uh yeah very
3: Mike D'Angelo they really? walk out of a lot of movies oh
2: yeah you know just so he wants to go play with some blocks instead who can blame yeah. him I think I didn't like I, would, I was born in the 80s I wasn't tuned into it like I, I'm not up on my 80s prestige enough to get William Hurt movie star cause like yeah. he was a gigantic Antic this movie is star. this is
3: the tail end of that. and like a heartthrob yeah. too. That's yeah. the other thing. He was like a sex. Well, because let me in give you this Hurt. you
2: get the like news anchor heartthrob. Like he's yeah. a heartthrob to the extent that like Peter Jennings was. Yeah, he like, has yeah, that. He's got the like nice look about yes, it. But, exactly. but at this
1: point, this is almost postmodern use of William Hurt. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, Altered States is his first role, starring role, which is
3: great. Great yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, Body Heat is the year after. Mm-hmm. I know Griffin's a big fan of Body Heat. Steams it up. Yeah. Sexy movie. Then you got the Big Chill. Yeah. Uh none of no Oscar nominations yet. And Gorky Park, which is an underrated little thriller. Okay. Then eighty-five, Kiss of the Spider Woman. He wins the Oscar. Yeah. You know, wins everything. Great movie. He kisses a spider woman. <laughs> and then eighty six, <laughs> Children of a Lesser God. Yeah. Second Oscar nomination in a row. He kisses a deaf woman. I don't yeah. know. I mean I've never seen Children I of I n- haven't God. either. It's good Yeah? No, I've never seen it. you <laughs> <laughs> just feeding into line. It's good. Um <laughs> it's good. Uh, and then 87 Broadcast News, third Oscar nomination for lead actor in a row, yeah. which I think was sort of like a crazy streak at yes. the time. And then uh, Accidental Tourist in 88. I watched, a big movie. I watched that yeah. movie.
2: It sucks. That movie is really no good.
0: I've yeah. never I mean, seen it's a it. It's like a yeah. super,
2: like, man down on his like luck, falls in love with this wild woman who teaches him how to love. Again. Right? She's like, a and, yeah. Like, yeah. classic
3: manic prick. Yeah. Right, it's, yeah, it's
2: crazy that like she never gets brought up in that mold because she's so right there in the it. Castens don't hold up very well. No, I
3: can find He's, it. he's, he's uh, no good. No, I, I, I sadly agree. Uh, yeah. Alice. And then it's like, holy shit. Like, I'm going to read yeah. you names and you're not going to know it. Right. Until the end of the world, the doctor, the plague, Mr. Wonderful, second best, trial by jury. It's like, what happened <laughs> yeah, to his, yeah, Was his news. agent
1: like drunk? Like, yeah, for years? Well, well, he had a big drinking problem for a long time. Yeah, he, I, I, I think he had his demons and he was very, very difficult. I think he was one of those yeah, guys where they a, go like life too short man. for William Hurt. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter how big a star he is, doesn't matter how good he is. I don't want to put up with
3: it. And then it's like, by the time you get to Lost in Space in 98. Yeah. It's like this he looks so furious to be in that yes. movie.
0: Yeah.
3: And he's committed in some way. Right. Like he is still doing his thing, but he just looks like mad about everything.
1: And we talked about he kind of like, boned out for a while a after Malibank. Lost in Space. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well he's in One True Thing the same year, but right. then it's kind of just like he's like, I'll do sure Steven Spielberg I'll you know, do, I'll one, come scene out. I'll do AI, one scene. scene. Yeah. Two
1: scenes. Cronenberg uh, I'll come do two scenes. Well, that's but then it felt like, oh, this is his new career revival, and then mm-hmm. he didn't really take that baton and run with he it. He keeps making movies, though. Yeah. It's
3: just, oh, except for Thunderbolt Ross, of course, our favorite Marvel Universe oh, character. God. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Did he die in the newest one? No, no, they have him
1: to a 20-picture deal. They're going to keep on using
2: <laughs> He's, like,
1: in Civil War. I do not remember anything. I remember it when happen. we saw the Civil War trailer, and I said... Can you imagine the Marvel intern who's like going through the files and then just runs through the hallways going like, wait, we have five more pictures of William Hurt.
2: <laughs> we forgot. We uh, still got him. Put him on the poster.
1: Um, um, but yeah, this is in damages. Speaking of. Oh, yeah,
3: clothes.
2: He's recently been on something called Beowulf Return to the Shieldlands.
1: No, he hasn't.
2: I don't believe you. I call
3: shenanigans
0: <laughs> so on that. Fortunately,
3: he has. He's Hrothgar. Okay. Uh, shout out to Rothgar. People uh, like him. Uh, on he that was th- also in Dune. Remember that? He oh was right. Oh, a the stuff. TV Dune. do they Dune? like him? In? Yeah. Uh,
2: on humans, that uh, the like BBC show. So why is he doing, that all, that doing all these English, English
3: yeah. shows? Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, um, fuck. Does, her? does he live there?
1: I think he he was on that last season of Damages where everyone was on Damages. Yeah. Right? There's one season where like Marty Short, Lily Tomlin, Tate Donovan, John Goodman, Dylan Baker. Oh god. There
3: was some oh god Damages really was the show that got my billing brain just all wired up because there, there was one season with like two withs and four ands or yeah. something
1: where I was just like I can't believe this is happening I'm so happy also right now also Van Damme um, billing on this is fascinating just because well Holly's third bill that's the thing a year yeah. later the billing would have been totally flipped uh-huh. like Brooks would always be two out of three yeah
2: and you notice they um, at least in the closing credits they spelled John Cusack's name wrong really, it's, it's, really? It's, it's, they would leave that's, out the second C
3: that's rude. So she's like Isn't that rude? That's S-A-K? very harsh.
2: Cusack. Yeah, yeah, Cusack. <laughs> Which I think is a way that people have spelled that name. It's but.
1: probably the sort of original way, right? Probably. And, and she's already gotten fired from SNL at this point, right?
2: Mm, probably. This is
1: like in between. You like, want me to do Cusack now? <laughs> yeah. And then let's do Robert Prosky. Oh, uh, yeah. Can we do Kusak? What a legend.
3: I've had I've had Robert Prosky's uh, career open in my in a tab since I before we him. started.
1: He's the best. Grandpa Fred from Gremlins 2, The New Batch? Uh, we got to do a Grandmonts two episode. Yeah, we do. Yeah.
3: yeah, she's on SNL from 85 to 86. So yeah. yeah. So she's already done her SNL run.
1: She's out of the Hughes kind she's, of teen comedy thing. She was in thing. 16 Candles. Right.
3: No, well, she's going to be in Say Anything though in 89. That's not Hughes though. Oh, right, yeah, right right, yeah. yeah. Right, 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 um, right. but at Say that what, point she's an movie? adult. She plays a single Say mother. Say Anything, dot, dot, dot. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, yeah. And then becomes one of the quietest and least heralded two-time Academy Award nominees in history.
2: Mm. and
3: two weird nominations. Yeah. Okay, Both and deserved. I remember In-N-Out, I yep. don't remember the other one. Working, Working Girl.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. The In-N-Out nomination, like, I will treasure that. She should be a five-time nominee at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Well, she's she's just, the she best. She should have just won for In-N-Out. She's so fucking
3: yeah. good in fucking School of Rock. I was gonna say, she should have been nominated so fucking hard for School of Rock. Nominator. I'm really trying to find the Damages season two opening credits and <laughs> let me tell you, it is not easy. Gonna do that all day. All right, so,
0: Broadcast, Broadcast news, news
1: opens with a little boy in a truck. <laughs> true, like all great movies do. Oh, do
3: we want to talk about this guy? I think his name is uh, Jack Nicholson. No, we'll get to him. No, right he's in credit. We'll mention him only at the end. <laughs> that's true. He's not in the opening credits, but he is in the closing
2: credit. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Once the surprise has been revealed, mm-hmm. that is a thing that I don't think Jack Nicholson gets fully enough credit for. Is for how big a movie star he was, how willing he was to play supporting parts. Mm-hmm. You know, like even in terms of endearment, obviously, mm-hmm. like Reds, you know, something like this where like he's on credit, but he's he's got a fair amount of stuff in this movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's got one big scene and then, yeah. you know, some pickups. We, right. like, he yeah. filmed
2: like three days. Sure. You know. yeah. Sure. But it's more I mean, than he just clearly
3: like, just clearly with Brooks. He's just like, James, j- anything you need.
2: <laughs> That's
3: pretty good. Jimmy, <laughs> I'll do anything <laughs> except for. I'll do anything, (laughs) which I won't
0: do. (laughs) That thing's a disaster.
3: Um, Because he's in three out of six, Brooks, or four? He's in three out of six. Because he's in Terms. He's in four out of six. Terms broadcast as good as it
1: gets, and how do you know? Yeah, he's in Um, four out of six. He's in four out of six. Two of his three Oscar wins come from Brooks. Which is
3: nuts. And he's uh, kind of wrong, even though he's great – in those movies yeah, yeah. that he won for it's weird that that's and, how and we'll
1: cover this in it's own episode but Bill Murray was fully set to play the dad in How oh, yeah. Do You Know
0: mm. and yeah. only
1: dropped out of the film three days after filming started <sighs> when he refused to show up and yeah. James L. Brooks was like Jack please the movie's already on the rails help me out my buddy my pal I got you two Oscars can you please show up and he's like yeah James I'll do it as a favor to you all I ask in return is 12 million dollars <laughs>
2: Well, they had already spent, what, $50 million on the, in three days of production? an apartment or something.
3: God knows what they spent that money on. We will get to that. That is his last film appearance. $12 unless...
1: million, dollars, Jimmy. It's fine.
3: <laughs> unless he makes that Tony Urban movie, which I'm all about. <gasps> or brings oh, yeah. back Anchor Management. Yeah, Charlie Sheen already did it, but sure. Prequel.
1: <laughs> or, how or to get so mad? You have to... <laughs> When Ben was saying that, he was holding his arms out like Beetlejuice, saying it's showtime. It was like a triumphant victory laugh of a
0: joke.
3: God damn it.
2: Could people hear you remove your headphones in disgust, David? I'm so angry about that.
1: Uh, So this movie starts in a truck with a very handsome little boy. Yeah, feels you know, very frustrated by his lack of ability. He's he's so cute that little
3: boy. He's so cute. He's the most successful of the three little ones, in my opinion.
2: Oh, I think the Albert Brooks one. He's yeah, so he's, Albert Brooks. He is pretty. I, good. I think
3: Little Hunter is. is ah, see, hitting the she's, she's, up. she's got. She's just. That's a lot of dialogue. She has to dialogue. say. I just like. She's she's very cute. It's yep. just it's just the it's hardest. It's, it's, of yeah, it's the, the way the
2: little Brooks goes. You'll never make more than nineteen thousand dollars yes, a so year. So t- that's pretty good. The conviction that he says it with.
1: And he also has that palpable sadness in his eyes. I know. Uh, So, that Brooksian sadness. So, that's the opening.
2: Right. Yeah. I, like, I had remembered feeling like these were kind of like unnecessary and a little cheesy. A little jokey. But, like, I just, I love the movie so much that I'm like happy to see them. And I do feel like it does this genuine, like, establishing them as endearing from the very beginning. So, like, William Hurt shows up as like a stuffed shirt and you're like, but he just wants to do right. Yes. And you know, I think it's the most crucial for him. And you know, he's being genuine when he meets her, that he's not just like trying to sleep with her or you know take advantage of her or whatever right
1: these are also like each of these characters are they're like a gordian knot of a person and establishes <laughs> like the central internal conflict to each yeah. of them which is like william Hur is a guy who's so aware of his limitations and can't stop succeeding you know <laughs> and feels the guilt about that yeah like albert brooks is someone who knows he's superior but is constantly punished for it
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. but
1: also hates himself <laughs> so doesn't right. think he really deserves better and then Holly Hunter is someone whose, like, intelligence is a burden. Like, she mm-hmm. cannot figure out how to relate to human beings in a normal way. Yep. Because she's so on top of things mm-hmm. uh, and so ambitious. Um, that, yeah, I just love that speech about, like, choosing your words carefully.
2: And then she kisses him at the end, which yeah. is so nice. It's, like it's she so is, sweet. She, is, you know, throws this back at her dad and, like, has so much affection for him.
1: Well, and, like, in a movie full of, like like, diamond-cut, like, perfect, like, fucking daggers of dialogue— the one that I always think about the most, aside from the opening one that we butchered, uh, <laughs> I did great. You did a great job. You did, you did a great job. Um, is is the? It must be great constantly knowing oh, that you're the smartest yeah. person in the room. Yeah. No, it's awful. Mm-hmm. You know, which is just like the entire. Like, that's what this whole movie's about.
2: Yeah, because the amazing thing about her character, and this happens throughout, and we'll keep talking about it, yeah. is that she has this, like, hard shell about her, but there's no yeah. pretending. It's not like she's trying to act like she's got her shit together. Like, no. she's open about all of this. So she says to, like, the head of the network, yeah. like, kind of admitting this turmoil inside of her. Right. And, like, it, it just keeps popping up. And, it, like, you, you think is what makes people like Joan Sacker or the guy who plays Bobby, like, want to work with her is that she is competent but, like, not trying to pull one over on she's everybody. She's incredibly
1: honest and transparent. Yeah. And then even though no one else knows how much she cries in private. (laughs) Right. Which is very early. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, don't you – we see her unplug the phone. The credits are still rolling. I think uh, James Wilberts' name is over her sobbing. But just the fact that she can take the cord out of the phone and be disconnected from the world. That's all it takes. Yes. And there's also this thing
1: where, like, the the film's moving pretty fast at the beginning, setting everyone up. Getting these little kind of bursts of scenes, especially just with, like, the childhood incidents. And then when it goes to her with the phone and she unplugs, then suddenly the movie just like stops Mm -hmm. and the credits are still going, but there's no music. And she's just sitting there still. And you're like, why are they holding for this long? And then suddenly she just starts crying. But there's like 15 or 20 seconds before she even starts grimacing where you're just watching Holly Hunter still on a bed. Yeah, it, it's, it's you know
3: impressive to the point of being off-putting where you're like yeah. I can't believe they lead with this right. like you know yeah. this, it's a confident movie a, it's confident because like this could easily make people too uncomfortable too mm-hmm. quickly mm-hmm. well because yes. she's
2: already had these two cute conver- conversations right. with Albert Brooks yes. like you get that yes. they have this like and we're good supposed to be
3: watching this we're, you're like oh yes I'm watching a romantic comedy about a career woman who can't figure it out and that it's gonna be great the man
2: she loves right. is right there and he's right
3: around the corner right yeah. on the, the other end of the phone and it's gonna be staring or whatever right yeah and and she just like is suddenly crying like a maniac and you're kind of like...
2: So do you uh, think the crying oh. is triggered by him? Because this is what I thought about when I wrote... Like, the, all, her three major crying scenes are all kind of after big moments with him because I think the one in the office is the day after the correspondence dinner. That's true.
3: Um, <laughs> I
2: never thought of it that way. It's like th- more I always of like an of existential it, dread thing.
3: I always thought of it as that thing. I feel like we've talked about Griffin where it's like she just... She's too busy. So, like, this is the She's time in the day shifting. that she can cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it, down to the methodical sort of, like, take the phone off the yeah. hook. Uh, and it's just sort of like, this is, this is where I have a moment for an outpouring of emotion. Ah, sleepy, buddy? Yeah, I want to take a nap. Uh, you oh. interested, perhaps, in a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a
1: time? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I'm interested in.
3: All right, well, let me, let me tell you about Casper.
1: Okay, never heard of him. You spend one thirty of your life sleeping, Griff. So you might as well be comfortable. Yeah, the problem is it's the wrong third. It's never the right time. (laughs) That's true. I need all the help I can get, David.
3: Okay, well, the original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce.
1: Oh, bounce, baby.
3: Exactly. And they offer two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. Okay. And the Wave has a patent-pending premium support system that mirrors the shape of your body.
1: Oh, like bad? Like the bad shape of my body? (laughs) And the Essential has a streamlined design with a price that won't keep you up at night. Well, that's great because right now, almost anything will keep me up at night. I need no encouragement to (laughs) stay up. This is
3: getting a little real, but, uh, well, these are affordable prices, so they cut out the middleman. They just send the box directly to you, and it's a mattress.
1: Well, that's amazing, but, you know, here's something that would stress me out. If for 100 nights, I felt the risk mm-hmm. of trying it out. No, not no. sure if I was going to like it or not.
0: You
3: can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free risk sleep-on-it guarantee. 100
1: nights sleep on guarantee?
3: You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it mm-hmm. trial.
1: Okay, now, here's something kind of embarrassing. I'm a jingoist. Can you promise me that this was designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S.?
3: That is right, my friend. It was. And I own a Casper mattress. And I sleep on it
1: with my body. Okay, boy, here's a little contradictory thing. I have some friends I want to get Casper mattresses in Canada. Can I get it shipped to them for free? Uh,
3: I think you can. Yeah, free shipping
1: and returns in the U.S. and Canada? Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. Well, David, you're just speaking about this impersonally from some place of remove. You have no experience with this product. I. Why d- should I believe you? Definitely do. I sleep on a Casper mattress. I have a great time doing
3: it. It uh, came right to my house and I uh, just uh, opened up the box and out it flumped. It flumped? <laughs> it flumped. Okay, well, it flumps uh, out. How do I get this deal? Alright, well you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash check and using check at checkout. Terms and okay, conditions so apply. I,
1: I just check out is what you're saying.
3: No, you go to casper.com slash check and use promo code check at checkout.
1: Okay, check to make
3: Terms and work. conditions apply.
1: Okay, I'll read into that. I love a good reading and assignment.
3: This applies to select mattresses and uh, you can get $50 off any readers.
1: Okay, well, uh, excuse me, I'm just going to take a quick readers. nap. I'm going to take a quick nap, Ben cut this out, and then when we're done with the episode, I'm going to order myself a mattress.
3: Guys, I found it. Here's the billing from Damages Season 2.
1: Thank God. Glenn
3: Close. (laughs) Okay. Rose Byrne. Correct. Tate Donovan. Okay. With Marsha Gay Harden. Oh, she was on it And Timothy Oliphant and William Hurt and Ted Danson. (laughs) That's wild. That's insane. It's one with and three ands, not two withs and four ands.
1: And everyone else we've talked about was just a guest star. Like no, well, short tomlin goodman they pop up in other seasons Baker, you know it was a very like Messina. season by
3: season because there was always a new uh case every right, season right. so it was like you know there would always be flashy guest stars dancing's on it for two years at least crazy because that was kind of the start of like gray hair drama dancing oh yeah you know like we're, yeah. we're like oh silver fox dead. dancing mm-hmm. yeah and he's also doing bored to death right and then he did csi and people were like why are you doing csi you're so rich, yeah, yeah. You've worked your whole like why? You, and he was just like, I always kind of wanted to be on CSI, so here I am.
1: <laughs> like, my my dad always throws out Ted Danson as like the go to for someone who's really rich. Like he goes, like, can you imagine how much money Ted Danson must have? He's really rich. And he's just been on TV
3: forever. Yeah, yep. yeah.
2: yeah. He
3: should be in broadcast news. He should. Oh. He's in very few movies. I yeah. feel
2: like if Kelsey Grammer's right there, though, if you're going to go like someone who was on Cheers who's insanely That's rich. Like Kelsey
1: Grammer. My dad, Kelsey Grammer is really rich. <laughs> yeah. That is true. The two guys my dad always goes for. Can you just even imagine how much money they have are Ted Danson and Zach Braff? <laughs> well, Zach
3: Braff, it's just sort of like, it's infuriating. Because it's yeah, like that really? guy?
0: You're that right.
1: much? <laughs> <And> <laughs> From just he one had a Kickstarter. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> The dancing thing is just, like, the amount of huge shows he was on, you know? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, for sure.
1: But Grammar, yeah, had, like, two crazy syndicated shows. Um,
2: Ty Dance is not in this movie. He's not think. in this
1: movie. Feels like he should be. He sure. could have been Bill Hurt. Uh, mm. A couple years later, maybe, he would have gotten this. Maybe. I mean, he's, 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 he's a little, I would
3: say he's a little rough around the edges than hurt you know, the whole point of hurt is when he approaches her early on, right? Which we're talking, we're we're right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gives that speech that no one's paying attention to. And then she shows the (laughs) dominoes clip and everyone loves it, which I just love.
2: Oh, God
3: she how badly she's read The Room where she's like this is gonna they'll be like oh my god and instead they're like yay
1: <laughs> and that, that like adage about like tragedy plays in close ups comedy plays out in wide shots yeah, like this yeah, is yeah. such a good wide shot comedy <sighs> right. where they just Hold on her between these two giant screens sandwich. <laughs> you hear the audience reacting possibly to dominoes and it's just seeing her face get more and more disgruntled in the middle.
2: And as people who work in media, David, like you listen to her being like, we've lowered our standards. Oh God, this, this is movie, falling apart. You're just like, <gasps>
1: this movie is chilling
2: if you work in media because they're like,
3: geez, uh, you know, the news is getting really bad. And then every news segment in this show is yep. this like very serious Foreign uh, Affairs piece where or it's about like, date rape. Well, we'll get to that. And
2: they take the time to like <laughs> but, you know fucking like cut in the Rockwell right, thing. It's
1: dry. <laughs> you know, right, the
3: Rockwell thing. Yeah, that that's what the whole opening sequence at the newsroom is. Yeah. Is that it's they about, have to they have to cut in that Rockwell transition. Yep. Imagine,
2: but like talk about a movie. Imagine
3: editing on fucking VHS, <sighs> dude. Yeah. Well,
2: listen, my for my interned at ABC Productions. We used beta tapes. Like that was the wow. very <sighs> end wow. of Giant that tapes. era. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I do,
1: yeah, go on. Sorry. All, all three of us have time and time again discussed a fondness for movies depicting people who are really good at their jobs. And especially when the job is executed with this much detail. Oh, yeah. And just every element of this movie, like whatever the emotional conflict, the interpersonal social conflict going on is you're never not aware of what jobs they have and what they have to be doing in the office at that very moment. Uh And from, like, the technology to just, like, the way they hold themselves, the way they talk about certain subjects, the fact that they, like, just live and breathe this shit, Mm -hmm. that section towards the end where it's Prosky talking to the people in the hallway about, like, okay, here's a scenario. What would you do? Mm -hmm. It's, like, all they want to think about Mm -hmm. is just, like, how would you manage this situation? Yeah. What are your ethics? Like, all they care about is the fucking news you just like, I don't know. I watch this movie and I want to cry because I want to believe that we have like journalists who care this much (sighs) and that aren't totally beaten down by the system who believe that it's possible to get this stuff out there. And obviously there are but it also feels a little dire right now, and it's also a climate where each individual news outlet holds less power than it used to because yes. they're just so fucking. Mad. Well, and
2: that's the whole thing is like they're putting they're killing themselves to get together this segment about this right. returning veteran and get the Rockwell thing in there because right. it's going to be important and it's going to vanish and no one's ever going to watch it again. Right. No. but it was such a massive thing at that point. If like they, they don't knew, get it
1: on at eight p.m.
2: on yeah, Tuesday. Like, it no will one never will be ever told. see it, right. and, and everyone's like, watching the news. Yeah, and yeah. I think about how many things I've written in a week where it's just like, well, that's up and then it's gone, and yeah. like, was there a typo in it? Right. Right. Please keep employing me, anybody who's
1: me. <laughs> Right. It's like watching this movie where it's like the pressure to get everything so right under such a time constraint. Yeah. And not just in terms of reporting the story ethically, but like technically the artistry of how you compose the story, mm-hmm. how you perform it. I mean, jumping ahead, but the fucking scene where, where Hurt teaches Brooks oh, God. how to yeah. be on camera and you're like yeah, this guy is a total artist at yes. one thing yes. and you can't discredit well, beyond that. Beyond
3: that, it's like, I don't know how you feel about this, Katie. You might feel differently, but Hurt's job, uh, Tom's job, is the yeah. job I would be the worst at in this Oh, of the three? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah no, for just, sure. Yeah, like any of them. Yeah, Like yeah. I could do any of the other jobs yeah. better than here. His, his. is the, Or at least or his is the Nicholson's. one that frightens me the most. Sure, right. yeah. yeah, The anchor job, it's like, I would be so worried about saying everything in the right order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when Hurt's talking about like, Really punch one word in every sentence, yeah. and you know you're really selling an idea. And I'm like, I wouldn't even be able to start thinking about no. punching no. a word. No,
2: the incredible thing about the scene where she's talking in his ear, which I guess we'll talk about later, is yeah. the way that he doesn't just repeat back what she's saying; he like translates oh, God, it and does it in so real good. time. It's so good.
1: But I also, I have it's amazing, but I have this whole like theory because I spent a lot of time thinking about this, mm. like why so many incredibly good-looking people are good actors, are good performers in this kind of way. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's just audiences like watching people who are good looking, which they do. Mm -hmm. But I also think if you're that good looking and put together from like a baseline level, there's a certain confidence you have to not worry about certain things mm-hmm. that frees up the mental energy to worry about things like your posture. Yeah. <laughs> punching one word in particular because mm-hmm. you just kind of go into situations going like, people like me. They're won <laughs> over by me. They're compelled when I speak. Yeah. Now I can focus on like the little right, details. Right, right, And I like that they don't just make Hurt a savant. Like they don't just go like, well, he's good looking and he just innately has a quality. Mm-hmm. Like in that scene, no, he he's... makes it clear how much he's right. thought about the artistry of some of these decisions puts him over the edge from being like a good looking, fairly charismatic person to someone who's like an utterly captivating broadcaster.
3: Beyond that, he's not, um, full of himself No, like
1: you know which he
3: does if he was work. smarmy
1: then that would be
3: its yeah. own thing you right. know? yeah
2: he is really genuine he's
3: like, genuine but that's the thing. He and put, that's what he is yeah. in that when he's a little right. boy and he's like mm-hmm.
2: I work I wanna work you he, know, like, he puts a lot of work
1: and energy and effort into it the thing that he represents though is putting that energy into the less essential places yep. and that's the central conflict of the movie yep. is it's like this guy knows he doesn't deserve what he's gotten he is working really hard for it he's constantly trying to get better but his mind operates on a totally different track in terms of what he values is important. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even understand the regression he represents. How dangerous letting someone like him rise to the forefront could be
2: for all of media. Katie, all I can think about is how like all the William Hurts of our president. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. But I just think he's perfect because he's not. Intimidatingly handsome, no. mm-hmm. he's nice guy handsome. He's got that
1: weird little horseshoe scar yeah. on his mm-hmm. cheek. You know, yeah. it's
3: like he's not too smarmy. Like I said, like it's 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 the perfect lane for that anchorman. It's a tricky type. performance, like the Peter Jennings. Yeah. Uh, Dan Rather you right. know Tom Brokaw so, which can, is like the the anchorman of that era can, can we talk
2: about their like date that they have like the, the very beginning of right the at the beginning after like, she
3: gives her speech yeah, he so like, comes she, up to her and he's like you reached one person you know <laughs> me God, you know.
1: yeah he's like sitting in the audience with a bottle blonde and can't get his eyes off of Holly
3: right. right. Hunter mm-hmm. and boy, every mm-hmm. other sure woman represents. in his life is a bottle blonde yeah right.
2: Talk, talk, Katie. I, yeah, but the, the, like they, you know, you don't see most of the date and then get to the end of it and she's talking so fast and she's got this energy. And the way that it's blocked that you cut to her room and they're like kneeling on the bed, which is mm-hmm. like not anything anyone in a movie has ever done, but you right. can kind of imagine yeah, having like done that in your life. Yeah, she like pulls a pillow under
3: her chin at one point.
2: Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's like kind of sexy, but like not really. And then you see when she like badly misreads what's going on, but she kind of doesn't. Like it's kind of... I, every time I watch it, I, like, think of something different going on in his head. but
1: And it's also, like, here's this guy who represents some sort of physical ideal to mm-hmm. her, right? Like, clearly she's just taken with how he looks yeah. right. oh, yeah. right, right, from right. the beginning of the movie. This is, like, her you type. You don't
2: invite an idiot or a bad-looking idiot into your hotel room. Right. And she's found a guy who looks like this who's in the
1: same field as her. So yeah, it takes and who's interested in her. Right. But it takes her a while to realize, like, what side of the coin he represents. But at the mm-hmm. beginning, it's just like, oh, my God, it's another guy who likes Iron Maiden. You know, like, I can talk about my favorite thing with him. Yeah. And that hotel room stuff, when she's, like, nestled up with the pillow, it's just like, I get to geek out with someone about yeah. this. Who I'm sexually attracted to, who mm-hmm. doesn't look like Albert Brooks.
3: <laughs> but then she, uh, you know, Realizes, things take a turn.
1: Right. He's the, he's the enemy
3: in a way he represents something she doesn't that she's been like about to her industry fight right. Against. right where he's basically describing his career track to her where he's like yep. you know i was on sports and they they someone said i was going to get fired he didn't even get fired no. someone just <laughs> falsely said he was getting fired and he got
1: so many letters there was such from an house-wise. outpouring of yeah. support
3: that they promoted me
1: <laughs> you know and, and, and she, then he can't yeah.
3: even doesn't even have a heart to tell her to say by the way i've been promoted again and i'm going to You know, but isn't it
2: after that that she asks him for a back rub and it kind and then he rebuffs her and like presumably because he's been hired and like he doesn't want to like start that it's like the 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 Gray's Anatomy scenario he's avoiding the the big dreamy thing but there's also like an incredible there's the moment
1: that Holly Hunter pulls off where she goes from being like oh come on don't be humble don't be modest and the more he explains it she starts to actually become irate (laughs) and then he's
3: so. Hurt. Yes. William hurt. Yes. Mm-hmm. William and devastated. He, the way he, I really love the way he like he's like, I, I couldn't stand the way you just talked to me just now. Like, yeah. you know. Uh and it's not because she was too mean, although she was too mean. Yeah. It's because no one's ever
1: talked to him like that before. Yeah. He also has that line like that that it's heartbreaking <laughs> to know that you're not very good at the thing you're a success at.
2: Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. But she yeah. doesn't
3: get that he is good, but right. in a way she doesn't
1: like, I
2: yeah. guess. Right.
3: I mean, just later on. What's
1: the line his write. dad has that he just I just
3: burst out laughing every time. She's
1: she's not a very affectionate person.
3: The way she's talking to you is, yeah. or like, but I have. I want to know the exact line. Yeah, do you know what I'm
0: talking about? Yeah, no, it's something. It's something, something like, like she's not a very affectionate
2: person. Yeah. Then he comes to her. He's like, he loved you. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
1: Said so he admired your fire. It's
3: like the way he talk, the way she talks is not the way an affectionate person
1: talks. It's yeah. something like that. But it's 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 very- really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then he calls her later
2: like like an hour later like well first minutes, you talk like, to Albert
1: Brooks on yeah, the phone they mm-hmm. have their nightly phone call where they're right. catching up
2: and are like are you so smitten by Albert Brooks at that point like yeah. all like you, you want to do is just like have that someone to call you on the phone like you that you put yeah. it
3: to me very well last night where you we were texting about this movie and you were like i Everyone wants to be loved non-threateningly. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah where yeah. he's just got like this boundless affection for her, and like for the most part, he's not making it weird. We can talk we'll, about, when, we'll he talk about when he makes it weird. He makes it
1: weird, but also I think a masterstroke of this movie is that they make it weird. It'd be very easy to just make him ducky. No, that's the, and let him off the hook by yeah. being like cute and sad sacky. That is
2: what makes the movie complicated to watch yeah, because right. there are things, especially in this time when we're recording this, where like it's nonstop talking about sexual harassment at work. Like there are lines crossed all over the place. This episode's out That's all over with. Everyone's
3: everything Sorted out. We yeah. solved everything. And it's fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Shrek's in jail.
1: <laughs> Everything's been solved. My running joke is now predicting that Trek's the next one to go down. <laughs> yeah. uh, ogre, yeah, you, ogres are like it. But you
2: see this like this depth of affection between the two of them, and you want yeah. that relationship right. there, and you want someone to just, like, you know, like you were talking about how he yells at her, but like he just pours this, like, caring on her, and she knows that she can lean on him at every possible moment, well, which it, is a yes. shitty position for him to be in and codependent, but valuable.
1: Uh, his anger is what this movie gets really right, that yeah. it isn't afraid to make him an asshole and have right. him do we'll incredibly awful things. But the, the I, I feel yelling. like when I saw this movie when I was young, when I was 10 or 12 or whatever, I think what made me uncomfortable was that. because right. I he's was not right. what
3: you're – he's not Ben Stiller in Reality Bites where you're like, oh, this is me. I understand. It's clear
0: uh-huh. cut. And the I, assholes that's are. That's the nice and guy right.
3: and William Hurts, the villains. But uh, William Hurts, the villain, but James L. Brooks movies don't have villains yes. ever. Right. Uh, sometimes it's a problem, such as in "How Do You Know," where yep. there's no stakes or really anything to push against. Right. Even the man who's committed fucking financial white collar yes. crime is like, "What can I say?" And yeah. you're like, "He's all right," you know. Like, I mean, there's just no one to be mad at. They offered me twelve million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think mean, we we're gonna get to the fact that you made in yeah.
1: 2010 a movie about white collar criminals. Um, who he, are nice? Even like at middle school, I had a whole complex about being like the ducky boy who was like in Mm -hmm. love with the best friend Mm -hmm. you know the unrequited love the late night phone calls but never be the one they want to kiss yep and so I got a lot of like real masturbatory like validation from movies where at the end the girl realizes that's who she should have been with yep and this movie is like no these people are angry and there's a weird sense of entitlement that comes to like Mm -hmm. being best friends with a girl but also thinking she's stupid for not realizing she should be with you and kind
2: of constantly telling her that and like like the level of kind of denial that she must have to like continue this friendship and rely on him and just kind of like push anything that he suggests otherwise into the back of her mind and you see like the expression she makes later on she just kind of like shakes it out of her brain yeah
1: because she just understands this is something she has to tolerate about being friends with him and has to weigh against all the things he does do for her as a friend but it's frustrating to her that he has to that has to be part of it
2: yeah and like she she loves him but she's just not going to go she's not going to do that and she thinks that they can keep that equilibrium even though it's killing them
1: right but he views her not liking him as a choice like why (laughs) Mm -hmm. would you make this bad choice your judgment Uh is better than this yep you know I stand for what you respect Mm -hmm. but it's like a head versus heart movie yep where it's like, yes, intellectually, this is the kind of person she wants to be with. Except no part of her actually wants to be with mm-hmm. him. In the weird, inexplicable way that, like, relationships form and and attachments grow.
3: Um, my mother is a journalist.
1: Humble brand. <laughs> as, as was my
3: <laughs> father. They're both journalists. Uh, she, I just, like, I do think when I'm watching this movie that I'm watching my mother's career. Because, like, I th- yeah. this is how she describes yeah, it. You know, mostly era. boys. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Albert Brooks types a yeah. lot of lines that are very hazy, sure a lot of like you know they're just so they were also hard charging and it's a lot of like just like let's drink all night now, you know like
1: and and especially it's like work, your whole life is the news when you have like, this righteous motivation of like we're doing something important, we're saving the world, everything yeah. the stakes are so high, yeah, yeah. You know? where did your uh,
3: mom work uh, daily news uh for uh let me thir- uh, 28 years 1980s uh, to 2008 Hello. Wow. no yeah. wait longer than that anyway 1982 the 2010 mm-hmm. teens um, and uh, she did everything she was a business reporter she was a city hall reporter she was a social welfare reporter like did lots of different things um, but uh, you know especially in the 80s in New York mostly boys yeah. a lot of drinking yeah a lot of mm. Brooksy types, and a lot of like you gotta play with the boys, you yeah. know, like you yeah. know what I mean, and like that is Hunter's character in a, in the way where it doesn't seem she's like she's trying harder or anything. No. Like she's uh, she's a total idiot, totally at ease. I, I, but the relationship yeah. we have with she has with Brooks is so unusual, would be so unusual in so many
1: other hundred uh,
3: workforces. But you
1: also, mm-hmm. I mean, we only get this one Snapchat from the beginning, but it seems like she's in a single parent household, being raised only by a father.
2: Ah. Oh. Yeah. You never
1: see her mother. That's true. That's yeah. just always the inference I've gotten by the fact that they don't show the mom. Hmm. And when they, cut, right, when they cut to the living room, it's the dad sitting there yep. by himself, mm-hmm. which probably sets her up to a dynamic Which, interestingly, feels comfortable is around. also my mother's upbringing. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway. We combine my mom with your mom, and we have- Holly Hunter. In, in broadcast news. Broadcast news. Except yeah. neither- of our parents are from the South. Yeah, we got a
3: sandwich. My mom is.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey. Oh, we our three
3: mothers. <laughs> uh, is your mother from Georgia or is she, she from was, She was
2: born in Georgia, actually. I uh, grew up in South Carolina, like me. Uh, and then she went back to Georgia
3: to give birth to you and then yeah. right back well, to Carolina? Yeah, well, so I grew up
2: right on the border. So, yeah. you know, you would yeah. go over to Augusta for the hospitals and then come back and live in you know uh, South Carolina. Uh, so it's like how Charlie was born in Manhattan and we lived in Brooklyn. Very That's Of course George. he was. He, a, I believe
3: he was born where I was born. You got
2: across a river to be born. Yeah. yeah it's in you the gotta, bible you probably. got
3: it <laughs> um, so. alright so
2: after that we get the Bobby 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 scene right yes it's so good Bobby
1: Bobby Bobby, Bobby. Cri- Christian Clementson do I don't know how she does that on just a technical level. she's amazing I well her
3: voice everything Bobby, Bobby, about her Bobby, voice. Bobby 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 yeah, Christian Clementson C- is Bobby just yeah. shout um, out Christian Clementson
2: strong young Philip Seymour Hoffman look I assume for sure 100% love that. Right. Um, they're
1: That trying to finish up this story get it ready and she suddenly has this moment where she thinks of the that perfect r- Norman Rockwell painting to put in. That's yeah. a
2: book in her office. Don't, right. You can't Google that shit. You right. can't pull up that PDF.
1: They have 15 minutes until the segment's going to air. Yeah. She calls, get that book, film it. Albert Brooks with a stopwatch, <laughs> adding in the one line of narration. Joan Cusack, in a moment that should break this movie. I mean, this moment gets so much more slapsticky than the rest of the film, and it's yeah. right on that edge of, like... Mm.
2: She leaps over a, a dazzled child.
1: Right, and the sliding under the, mm-hmm. like, filing cabinet. Because I remember that was the clip they played on the AFI special, and mm-hmm. then when I put in the tape and the movie started out so sad, I was like, did I accidentally
2: rent
0: the wrong... <laughs> yeah, right. Was that Working
2: endearment? Right. yeah That's yeah. definitely, like, the most comedic that movie gets. Yes.
3: Pretty much. Yeah, this is a funny movie that is not... A very heightened comedy. No, no. But it is a funny movie. Oh, like, yeah. But it's more behavioral. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, it's just the kind of movie they don't make anymore. Right. Uh, they don't make them like this. Man. Uh, they certainly runs- don't make them 135 minutes long. Oh, yeah, they do. Who does that?
2: <laughs> Uh, Albert Brooks, uh, uh, Judd, Judd Apatow yeah. Judd Oh Apatow. yes, okay. you know,
3: and like that's where people are always like, I can't believe Judd Apatow so
1: indulgent, where his movies are so long. And he I'm like, be broke. do you know who his hero is or yeah. not? Yeah. Like, yeah. come right. on, a hundred
2: percent. Yeah, and even the TV to film progression. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah,
3: it's all the same. Fucking-
2: anyway, yeah. I just watched the Big Sick, also with Holly Hunter. Also, it's not 135 minutes long. No, that's I think long. That, it's one's, two. that one's that one's two hours. Two. Yeah. Two on the nugget. yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: But, the, uh, but, but I, also, I like how long that movie that's is. That's
1: a very brooksy movie as well very in terms brooksy of all movie. the different stuff it covers and mm-hmm. how uh, right. complicated every character is. And like is.
3: that's where Apatow is saying the brooksy thing, which is like don't shortcut anything. Like yeah. every part of this needs to be long. It's fine. It can right. be a little longer. Like their relationship needs to go on for a while.
1: And the 90-minute minute version of that movie would lose entire some people disagree. shades, you know? I think so. Yeah. 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 I don't know if Katie agrees.
2: Of this we movie? Of, oh, no, oh, of Big, big Sick. Sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think Big Sick would be shorter. Think think every single scene in broadcast news is... Perfect. Perfect.
1: Yeah. It's, but
2: they're long. They're long yeah, scenes. They're long
1: scenes. It's also a big... Two shot movie like it's a lot of two shots where you're just letting actors play it out. Mm-hmm. There's a moment. Oh, it's here in when they're watching when William Hurt is sort of shadowing in the yeah. office. Yeah. The control booth watching her. Mm-hmm. And it's the sort of shot with her at the control panel. The guy, the sort of Poindexter guy mm-hmm. at the controls and the hurt, the big hurt between the two of them while she's making the calls. And Hurt is sort of just, like, bumping the back of his head against the wall, mm-hmm. like a little boy in a, a classroom who's just, like, kind of <laughs> bored. Yeah. And he just, like, lets these scenes play out with, like, a bunch of really good actors doing a lot of really telling physical behavioral stuff, even when they're not talking. Yeah. You know, or when they're talking about their work, doing physical things that show what they're thinking. Um, the, the, nothing in this movie's rushed. Like, he's really taking his time. I'm
3: going to rush us a little bit because we've been talking for an incredibly long time already and I feel like we've done five minutes of this movie. Great. So, what's next?
1: Uh, To get the story on, kills it.
3: Uh wait who what she
2: gets the story, oh, she gets the story Rockwell it, kills, kills it. it they're obsessed and then, with
3: Nicholson's reaction yeah Nicholson reaction he then, gets a little oh, smile and then, yeah
2: and then yeah. he says he can't talk to Albert or like she lies to cover for Albert Brooks and says uh, that he can't talk to him and then you see Nicholson just kind of twiddling his thumbs on the live yeah, feed right, right, which right, is uh, right. heartbreaking and he
3: only wants to talk to Holly Hunt
2: yeah. isn't that the second one isn't that after oh, is that they the do one? that yeah. might after, be after the central oh one? yeah you're right Central America they go there yeah so they go to Central America after this part yeah that's
3: right after right the next thing is Central
2: crazy to me that they just go. Like in bed with the Sandinistas in Central America. But they
3: send Albert Brooks to Central America. (laughs) And you see, and there's like gunfire and explosions. And you see how fussy she is. Oh, about the shoes? (sighs) About the shoes, where it looks like they're kind of setting up a shot where like, let's get a shot of them tying their shoes. And she's like, no, 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 no. If you want to tie your shoes, that's fine. Mm-hmm, so you do your whatever decision, you want to right. do. Your
1: decision. But that moment when he goes, did you get the shot of the boots? <laughs> you know,
3: because he knows <laughs> you
2: yeah, put that already, line they're into. They're already
1: it. cutting it together right. while it's happening around yeah. them, and they have these moments where they get their faces get really close to each other. In any mm-hmm. other movie, it looked yes. like they're about to kiss, but yeah. it's just they're getting so sexually charged off of doing their job well. Yep. Right, and then the same thing happens once
3: she's back, where she went the when she's feeding the lines into right. Hertz's ears with the same sort oh. of like. Sexual
1: foreplay yes. kind of thing. But that's when they put that story on the air. Nicholson flips out, calls yeah. her. Yeah. Says, Well, really, you got to give Aaron the credit. And he goes, Well, I, I can whatever he says. Hangs up, they watch him twiddle his thumbs. <laughs> and then one of my favorite heartbreaking moments in yeah. the movie where he leans in and says, The second I leave,
2: yeah like act like I'm not my I'm not shattered into a million pieces yeah, laugh really I said hard. Something, something incredibly incredible. clever, yeah. yeah,
1: and then she does such a good performance laughing too hard, to you few and says, I'll never tell you what
2: he said, yeah,
1: I'll never tell. see, yeah. don't
2: you want that friendship? you want someone who's gonna cover for you like that oh, and maybe just not be I've
1: had that friendship a number of times. <laughs> I don't have to play any fantasy with this movie. <laughs> This, this movie plays to me like my high school years
2: yeah no see I yeah. definitely thought about high school about like doing like high school theater and like yes, having this like percent production yes. relationship where you're right. all trying to accomplish something and like, you, and like that's, no one's really talking about their feelings in the proper way and everyone's kind of filtering it in weird that's ways that's what my high school
1: was my plays and short films and yeah. collaborative fucking presentations for school. science class okay humble brag yeah,
2: yeah I mean you know what you could have had someone cover for you with a big laugh when you're a uh, moment where you're emotionally devastated yeah it's you 2017 open up to those boys. David
3: yeah no I mean, by this point (laughs) actually the theater was with the girls school so
1: you know
2: that was one way to
1: meet the girls
3: yeah
2: making out behind the, the scenes I did have this feeling
1: it was happening if this movie takes place 50 years later I think uh Albert Brooks's character would have become uh, an alt right Gamergate kid before oh, he got into journalistic yeah. ethics. Well, if he had that outlet. I hate
3: the world, and let's not talk about <sighs> it. I too I, I want to point the out world. there was also some boy on boy making out in my boy school theater scene. Yeah, we're, just, not, we're, I we're, we're, be not, we're not. We're not okay. trying. So, no no race happening here. So, <laughs> I just actually I feel I feel uh, rude for I don't want to erase the uh, the totally true boy on boy making out. Yeah, they turned the theater in my school into an obstacle course. <laughs> So we didn't is even that have. for the out of the furnace boys so they can uh you know yeah, learn we, learn how to like uh, be law. under siege by the government? Yeah. We didn't even have we was just <laughs> like learn how, how to have a siege. Yeah, yeah <laughs> climbing on ropes and stuff. It was an <laughs> obstacle
1: course with cardboard cutouts of cops in there that you had to dodge around.
2: <laughs> They're training you for the hunger games, that's what happens.
3: Yeah, that's I mean it's it is the hunger games over there already. I think it's already happening.
1: Do you attend Battle Royale then? <laughs> So
3: usually I have like the plot in front of me that, yeah. so we can easily run through it, but the plot summary for plot really like news is really yeah. small. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not plotty not per se. All. Yeah. It's just a lot of things happening. But like the
2: Well, in, okay. So you get the get the Central America thing, then they're yeah. all having that brunch at like the network president's house. Right.
3: That's right. Mm-hmm. Where so that's where the, the um what is it Lois Childs, I think, Jennifer? Yeah. The um is she the, is she the other anchor? No, she's she's a she's, correspondent. She's, a correspondent. she's the, the one camera. who's
2: like standing outside the White House, right?
1: And she's the one who's like asking Holly Hunter, like, "Do you have something?" with And and, and Hurt's already done an wanna... on-air piece at this point because he's starting to look like the golden boy, right?
3: Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm
1: interested in Tom, and yeah. she's like, I don't know, I don't know,
3: uh, I don't know. And but, she's like, we don't have, Go on. And then, she,
2: then she's like, wait, I do mind. Which is she's so shitty. Come on, man. Like, yeah. you got to make but, up your mind. Yeah.
3: No, but then she stops her going out. Yes. And is yeah. like, actually, I don't mind. Do yeah. whatever you want. Because and says I says like that the shitty line,
2: thing to her, right? Yes. He says something
1: shitty to her. What does he say to her? <sighs> I forget. <sighs> he says Fuck. something crappy to her that then she goes, excuse me, I yeah. still, I'll be back yeah. in one second. Yeah. Goes back to Jennifer, tells her. I think
2: it's him still having like a problem with her attitude and the way she talks to him. Like he's Oh, still he talks the-
1: about how. I remember what it is he talks about how much better she looks at the party. And he goes, usually at the <laughs> yes, office you it. have that film
3: <gasps> oh over you. Oh,
2: God. Yeah.
3: Uh, and so that's where she stops Jennifer leaving the party. He's like, do whatever you want. Jennifer's yeah. like, well, I'm not going to do anything right now. Right. Which yeah. I think is funny.
2: And then right then like they find out the Libyan plane has Yeah, that's the, the, the Gaddafi
3: yeah. story right. yeah. starts up. Yeah. Right. So
2: then, then but then it's everyone doing their jobs. You see everyone springing yes. into action. It's like, like a Saturday afternoon. They're all in like nice party clothes and they're like, now we gotta go to work. And it's like right.
1: Nicholson's on vacation, right? So they have yeah, to cover it. Yeah. And yeah. it's like that's the great sex scene that's the yeah. that's right. where she's feeding him right. the so they asked her AAA. to do it and yeah. they don't want Brooks to be part of it at all yeah. and Brooks so Brooks is phoning in from she, his but, apartment but first she takes the boss out this guy who's got this great character actor face
2: yeah
1: uh, yes, and, yes and says you're making yep. a big mistake here you have to put Aaron on it and that's mm-hmm. when he says the like it, it must, must be great right. yeah uh, no, it's miserable. Aaron sort of like takes the bullet, goes home, starts listening to French music. Listening to
3: French music, making himself a very strange looking drink <laughs> orange- with an orange yeah. Drink. Yeah. Orange concentrate yeah. Orange
2: concentrate and, and like making and he's screwdriver. Like singing a screwdriver. And he like yeah. scoops it out with his yeah. finger it's out of the can. Revolt. It, it is, is really so funny. So <laughs> revolting. I realize I watched the whole credits. They play him singing over that song yes. over the end of right. the credits, which is amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, but
2: they set up the whole thing like before he gets to the whole like him, her and his ear thing, like they yeah. are building and building this entire thing. So you like, Thank <laughs> you get his excitement over it because yes. you're watching the process.
1: Yes. And this is the sequence where you get those great sort of like composite split mm-hmm. diapeter shots. So many split diapeter shots. Where it's like shots. through the window yes, hurt, yes. fully in focus, super crisp but also ben like the side it. of Hunter's face watching it. it's
3: <laughs> like, the <"Multa>
1: So <laughs> good. And then just like the the voice in a voice in a voice of like Brooks calling her, hurling yeah. to her. I say hurt, it here, paraphrase. it comes Zang. out out there. It's incredible. They're a good team. Yeah. They are a good and team. And it is like a a weirdly erotic scene just because of how good everyone is, yeah, at and what she's like whispering
2: doing. in his ear, like yeah. it's an intense relationship,
1: right? And then afterwards, he has that moment where he pulls, yeah. her closer, which is yet him.
2: another HR violation, hundred
1: <laughs> percent. Yeah, there's a few HR violations, one hundred percent. But at this point, they're a team, and and Hertz kind of nailed it. His like first major at bat, it's yeah. a home run. Yep, he just terms of endearment the shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: So then, from there, it's the correspondence center. No, no, no! They all go out after she goes over to Aaron's That's, house. She
3: goes to Aaron's right. house because she. And also, this is a movie where you really feel the lack of cell phones because she. Oh my if God. She it's wants to hang out twist. with him. She's got to go to his fucking house. I he know. lives like
1: far away, clearly, because yeah. she always arrives two hours later this than pussy. To... This is
3: one of two movies he made set in DC too. This is a real DC movie yeah. with all yeah. those like nice. Uh, you know, Aaron's Georgetown house is
2: way too nice. But I guess downhouses. in the late '80s, DC was DC that nice? is like yeah. a
3: pit. I yeah. mean, not. You know, but not, but not only is brother, it like anything, DC is this uh, yeah.
1: Not only is it like oh, if I want to catch up with him, I have to go to his house. It feels like they have sort of like a standing mm-hmm. like yeah, right. obligation She's where just
0: it's like
3: go well, every
1: night him. I'll come
0: over yeah. to your place
3: and so we, we won't can, have like, sex with each other. Right. And now
1: <laughs> it's yeah. now it's your turn. You do we'll you. just
3: confess yeah. all our darkest uh, thoughts yeah. to each other and not right. have sex. Yeah, well, and that's the scene
2: where he kisses her, which is not not just HR violation. It's just like not the. It's a shitty thing to do. And then he has the line, well, I felt something," which is funny that's the problem with this guy yeah, like yeah. and she laughs and yes. it's like ah, it's so complicated the way that that relationship yeah. works. which i
3: think is great it's great I mean, wouldn't it be I, great if needy was sexy <laughs> your brooks
1: is good as old just, brooks i can't it's you're doing brooks. old brooks yeah. you're touching your brooks. teeth right yeah. and you just sort of nemo yeah <laughs> then you can do these things and you can't nemo <laughs> i've been trying i but then i pitch it up and it becomes grover how much <laughs> do the you think, go on please <laughs> Uh, wouldn't it be great I go too high and it becomes a Muppet (laughs) no you're pretty
3: good it's just he does have such an iconic voice yeah Yeah. Uh, Nemo one of the great voices how much do you think he makes from those fucking movies oh a lot just like
1: and you know the story that they recorded the whole thing with William H. Macy, and they were like, This guy's unbearable. Like, his <laughs> neuroses is like, insufferable. He's pretty annoying as yeah. Albert Brooks. I mean, and, and Andrew Stanton watched Broadcast News, and he was like, This is the level of somehow you're still on this guy's side. You need a comedian who knows how to do it. <laughs> That's mm-hmm.
0: so funny they recorded it like Pretty that. late.
1: Yeah. Um, Marlin, they did like test screenings Marlin's where it was a William pain. H. Macy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Marlon's tough. But you to also with. get where he's coming from, which is like the same thing in this movie where the guy yeah. drives you mad and you don't totally love him, but you understand what's motivating him at every moment. Right. But at the same time, what I like is that the
3: movie is not on his side. This is not a movie about... Finding Nemo isn't on Marlon's side either. Sure. I wasn't I wasn't making yeah. that, you know, but you know, this Good is New not Suburban's. the movie about yeah. the guy who got screwed over no. by the privilege of the, the goyish, no. uh, you know, uh,
1: preppy, yeah, handsome oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, no one's I mean it's her movie well, on you and know. Here's like the accidental secret to why I think this mo- movie is a total masterpiece. Like it's weird that Hurt is lead and Brooks is supporting it at yeah. the Oscars. They're the same. Yeah. They're the same. They should be one or the other. I mm-hmm. think
3: it was just that Hurt was more of a leading yeah. no, man, of course. Of course. He was a bigger and that's, of course, that's the decision they make. Brooks is the comedian, you know, right. he's supporting. Yeah.
1: But uh, they're both, you know, it's Holly Hunter, and then the two of them are sort of the... Yeah. The thing I think makes this movie an accidental masterpiece. He'd been doing research for years. He'd been working on the script for years. They finally got the movie ready, but he still hadn't come up with an ending because he couldn't decide which one she ended up with. He mm-hmm. didn't come up with the ending until, like, during the movie, right? He went into it saying, we'll start filming, and I'll look at the chemistry, and I'll decide which one she ends up with. That's an insane
2: thing to do. So, no one should do that. <laughs>
1: right. Well, I think James but, Brooks is weird because he took him four years to make to shoot Terms of
3: Endearment. Like <laughs> right. He's like he's un- and I think that's why how do you know it costs a billion dollars It's
1: uh, right. it just it's just <laughs> he, because of
3: time yeah. he gets to do what he wants and he's very slow
1: he's very slow but, he, but this movie doesn't pick sides because he wasn't trying to set it up for any right. ending and then he shot an ending that ended with Hurt which I'll get to when we get to the end of the movie that didn't work so then he yeah. added that like epilogue scene where it was just like yeah these are three people there's no combination of them that makes sense mm-hmm. here's my take Yeah, we don't need the ending I used to hate the ending.
3: I don't hate the ending. I think the ending's cute. I just don't
1: think we need it. I like we'll it. We'll talk lot about now. that later. We'll talk about it later.
2: I don't know. I, don't I hate mean, it. we probably should start talking yeah, about we'll it. We'll talk about in five minutes. <laughs> Relatively yeah. soon. We're going to talk about correspondence
1: it. Correspondence dinner. I mean, we're pretty much up to the course.
2: Correspondence, correspondence dinner. dinner Which
3: is an hour. Yeah. Like, it's most of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah because when right. then they don't go to the dinner, which is, I always forget that, like, I know. They, yeah. yeah. They go
3: through the metal detector. No, they don't because they don't, she's right. got no, condoms in her purse. He's gone through. No, yeah, neither of them. She's got the condoms in her purse. Uh, She doesn't want that to be revealed. Yeah. Which... It doesn't have to be. but
2: It's a little sitcommy. Like. is, because it's
3: like you don't have to dump your whole bag. You right. well, just take but, out well, the metal. Well, because it's also
2: the guy beforehand because he's at her house and she's like, it's a professional conclave with colleagues. And yeah. she right. drops the condoms into her purse. Conclave like, is diatri- a great... Conclave. But to great be fair, word.
1: right after the metal detector is a latex detector. So she's probably going to get busted. <laughs> I
3: consider this a professional conclave.
1: <laughs> ben gave me I feel extremely
2: up. professional at this moment.
3: Um, mm-hmm.
1: But the simultaneous what? thing being set up here is that big budget cuts at the network, which yes. are going to trickle yes. down to their department and uh everyone's sort of been warned and Robert Prosky takes Albert Brooks out and he's just like look I'm not saying yeah, you're gonna I'm get fired, you're fired but, but you're maybe exactly the job. kind of
3: guy right. who's too good to stay on and she's <laughs> also but I mean let's remember she's also in that budget cuts meeting yep. where she kind of zones mm-hmm. out and then they're like who should we send to Anchorage and she's like uh Jennifer Yeah, we right. should send Jennifer so she's
2: yeah, she's like you know, well, that, about that, that
3: shot just of her on the oh, TV in yeah. the fucking snow. <laughs> yes. Um but no, the other thing we have to mention before we talk about the party is the date rape. Uh, oh, yeah, yes. they filmed that before. Because yes. that's the other yeah. thing where Hertz, like, I want to do a piece. I need to learn sooner it. or later right. how to make my own piece from beginning to end. And mm-hmm. and we don't see him making it, we just see mm-hmm. this piece. This it, like, he tells very her what he wants to do. You know, the,
1: sexual like, assault from people you know. It's right. the unreported story.
3: Where it's like, hey, 1987, like rape? I know what you're thinking you're in a barn and a violent, exactly. No, your friend could rape you. Uh. Like this is still breaking news in 1987. Um, and it's this, like, moving human interest story. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. classic, you know, something that he's the an news... Ally.
2: And Albert Brooks thinks it's ridiculous. That's indi- Albert like, he... Brooks
3: is a dick about yeah. it. He's a total and the dick women about in the it. office are mad his at him. you expose yeah. on Nookie, isn't that yeah, his yeah, line? Yeah, 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 you know, that, yeah. That's
2: his worst line, I think. Yeah, until, but, until he gets to the end and starts getting really look, mean. Th- that line is more tasteless
1: today than it was at the time. Yes. But right. even then, what right. works about the line is that he's so callous. And then the women all are then Yeah, the women totally get it. That's the thing. And that moment where John Cusack goes, my cousin." Yeah, and it's like yeah. they are all yeah. related to the story, being like, "Finally, someone." And they're like, like frozen yeah. in the office, yes. and
3: then there's the cut to William Hurt uh-huh. crying, which I burst out laughing at every time, <laughs> yeah, because it is so like it's it's so. I mean, I, Anderson Cooper is a bad example because yeah. I have no beef with Anderson yeah. Cooper, but it is
2: that Anderson the kind Cooper of thing? thing. He would
3: do i, I know. you're like Anderson? I don't care about how yeah, you feel this about isn't this. is about you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and three people bristle at it. Prosky, yes. Uh, uh, who already is bristled at when uh, they need to stall for time, and he goes, "I think everything will be fine."
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. And he goes,
1: "No one cares what you think." Like Koski right. <laughs> sees the beginning yeah. of the lowering of standards by this guy making it a cult of personality. Uh huh. Brooks is already against Brooks him. Brooks is against. And then but Hunter doesn't You see doesn't Hunter, love Hunter that. sort of like flitter for yep, a second yep.
3: and go like, "Ugh." Yeah. Well, and then she talks to him. She's like, "Well, you know what? It's not what I would have done." I found but it, it moved very moving. Me. It yeah. worked it for
1: me. me. Yeah. I wouldn't have put that in there, but, but I guess
3: I'm too conservative about that. Right. Like she's, she's admitting like not fault exactly, but like,
1: you know what? I'm not the boss of everything. Right. And, uh, fucking Nicholson clearly loves the piece. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah yeah anyway <laughs> right. the listener home, David just made a face silently um good.
2: this might be going back but I can't remember the part of it when the two guys with the keyboard show up with the theme song which is Mark, Mark Shaman Mark Shaman I just I, put up his Wikipedia page so I can just like list uh, his na, <laughs> na, 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 what's na, the na, line na, na, the guy
3: na, has where he's na, like guys I'm spellbound but it's <laughs> not that
2: it's, it's so funny yeah. I think, and then they go big finish yeah. <laughs> it's the really one
3: good. guy looks like Nick Kroll
2: yeah yes. I think yeah, that is that one Mark be. Shaman I think, I I think, think that's Mark him.
3: Shaman he yeah. has yeah. a Nick that, that scene yeah. is that scene yeah, is yeah.
2: the only oh, yeah. throwaway in the entire movie but I love every yeah. it's bit so, of it. so
3: funny yeah but then the correspondence dinner is where she's like you know what I'm gonna sleep with William Hurt yeah, they I'm make, my own, they own woman they make out
2: by the Lincoln Memorial what exactly they and they have that, that crazy
3: conversation at the Lincoln Memorial too where she's like what is it about you you know like yeah. And he's just like grabbing her arm. Right. And then, and then she's like, walks off. She's like, I'm going to go see Aaron. He's like, you can't just leave me after saying all those things like that. it's, it's,
1: It's a bad decision. We're missing a couple big things. Because simultaneously with this, Aaron's getting his shot to be a weekend anchor. Oh, he says to Prosky, right. you got to give me one shot. And Prosky yeah. goes, perfect. Everyone else is going to the correspondence. Exactly. You're, You're the gonna nerd get fired who's not anyway. Prom. <laughs> right. Just do it.
3: I love that he writes his own copy. And the yeah. guy is like, really beautiful work. Yeah. Pleasure to read this. My nice little <laughs> which copy. Is, which yeah. is a disaster to hear, yes. I feel mm-hmm. like. I mean, Brooks doesn't get that. Yeah. But it's like, that's already, it's too flowery. Yeah, no. Right. And then when he's talking. Camera, and and
1: Hurts oh had to give him all this advice, which he hates. And he mm-hmm. hates even more when he realizes the advice is pretty sound. Yeah yeah. yeah
2: yeah no the scene between them it feels like the it's opposite of the scene. Bechdel moment yes. like seeing the two of them in a scene together you're like oh hey guys yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, and he's
3: like no really sit on yeah. it and he's like oh I <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh.
1: <laughs> look
2: great oh okay, <laughs> yeah and, and yeah. Jane gives him her uh, shoulder pads before yes. he goes mm-hmm. and then gives him, gives him um, a nice but, line I And mean, Kosky
1: <sighs> says to him that thing where it's like when he says you could do Saturday he's like you better start working on it now and he's like what are the stories already ready and he like <laughs> tries to find a way to say to him like you, you got to be a little more charismatic. Like you got to work right, on the razzle right, dazzle right. a little more Hugh Jackman, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then he coaches her. She goes no, no, to check just, in on him right before and reveals she, he reads all over her that she's now in love with yeah, Tom and yeah. flips out on her. No, that's after happens before and after yeah, but he doesn't uh, flip out no he on her doesn't flip before, out until after when he, he flips just,
3: out on her he's in his house after when oh, he's right, in a good right, mood right,
1: yeah. right 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 right, yeah, right, well, no, 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 right. No. when she's gonna go back anyway, to see her. his yeah.
3: meltdown scene I watch it on YouTube all the time I mean it's the set piece of the movie oh with the, li- the, the literal
2: meltdown yeah. it's so fucking
3: funny it is really funny the My, towel but, yeah. is what always gets me where she's like do you have a bigger one <laughs> No. It no the part gets that gets me is
2: when they hit the sign the sign is so good your
1: hand your hand your hand your hand it's like suddenly like a Marx Brothers scene in the middle of this movie, <laughs>
3: but it's never too much. Like it's yeah. it's like the kind of thing where you almost might not notice it. You know, <laughs> even though it's so bad,
1: like oh, it's he's really subtle in how he sets all of that up visually. And also, I'm just crying cutting thinking about it, like when he opens his jacket. up But like cutting between, he's got like the three major shots he's using, which are like the the wide long shot where the sweat's less visible, yeah, right, right. right? Right. There's the close up where you see everything, and then there's the on the TV screen where it's standard death and it's not that big. Yeah. So when it gets to the point where you see the collar is a different color on the right. TV, you're like, oh fuck, it's bad. Like if it's showing up there that visibly. Oh my god. Um, my dad really All wanted to be a sportscaster. It. Yeah. And fought really hard to get his one shot, and then always. Referred to it as is, is like Albert Brooks' broadcast oh, where he man. realized, like, I can't do this. Oh, man. But Brooks just sort of like flips the other way and is like, it was so horrific. It's almost incredible.
3: No, like, it is. And that's what it. I love yeah. how he's just happy when he's at yeah. home, where he's like, you know what? I mean, like, clearly I yeah. can't. It was do a this. disaster. Yeah. yeah like, Nemo. They thought he was having a heart attack. Even though yes. there
2: were nice <laughs> phone calls, they were worried about him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what's the good news? I lost six pounds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, every line he has in like, like when so she writes is so and funny. He's just taking 3 such a good shots and, and yeah.
3: He's yeah. in, in such a good mood so I think that's partly why she's like, you know what, I think I might be in love with Tom. And he just turns on a dime and screams at and, her. And yeah.
1: this is her single best line reading the entire movie is she's trying to say it in a light, casual right. way. Yeah, to, you and, know, that guy, and you and
3: know, by the end, what's his name? by the
1: end of I think I might be in love with him, she's choking back tears. Yeah. Like, over the course of one line she goes from like the cute, like, yeah, He has pretty a bottle woman
3: of and a bottle of Absolute. I've never figured out why. Oh. No. <laughs> anyway, sorry.
1: Maybe they got paid. Uh, and he, <laughs> I knew it. I knew this was going to happen. He's everything you've tried to stand against your entire that life. That
3: scene is hard to watch. It's really True. good.
1: And he gives the devil speech, you know? Yeah. I, he's a nice guy, but I truly think he's the devil. And I always, always fucking think about that when I think about evil in the world, that the most oh, insipid yeah. kind of evil is just the lowering of standards more than the people who go out there and, like yeah, fucking wave the flag for hatred. I
2: mean, this is this is the thing that's driving us crazy now is yes. all the things that we are used to now that we were not used to a year ago, and God knows what uh-huh. will be happening by the time anybody hears this. right. Um but, but, yeah, it's like
1: they both are so furious at each other but also can't continue hating each other. They yeah. represent too much to each other. And they know what's driving each of them to behave in this way, mm-hmm. so they keep on like the, the, it's such an uncomfortable scene. But the balance between like when he's yelling, when he's pathetic, when she's crying, when she's laughing at him, yeah, when she's laughing with him.
2: And I think you're right that you see them in the same frame together for so much of it. Like I so think much of like day. him standing in the foreground and she's sitting on those stairs in his house, and that's right. when is that? That's when he gives the devil speech. And Then she walks away and he drops that he's in love with her. Like it's right. uh, it's so well Which like, choreographed, like, like you said yes. about
3: the blocking. Like every the you're right. You're all those scenes are very very. Yeah, because they're just using through. the
2: space that they have been in before mm. and they like un- know where to go in it. And, and it his also... Room, his house is so big. Like, his <laughs> idol. But goes, he only has a love seat. so big. Yeah, it's
1: true. <laughs> Brooks goes from like sitcom TV where it's like very didactic, close up, close up, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like perfunctory blocking to like really understanding how to like play comedic moments with pathos visually on film and then he goes all the way back around to like movies where it's just like dumb close ups again. Yeah. But this, it's like, there's so much you get from just watching how they listen to each other while they're talking, what they're doing with their bodies, where they're, where they are in relation to each other. It's, it's like masterful fucking shit. Uh, it's like Preston Sturges level shit, that scene especially.
2: Yeah. Where does that scene end? I'm trying to remember. Like, well, he's
1: basically
3: like, he kind of calms down and he's like, yeah. go, go, fine. It's yeah. fine. You know, he yeah. like, he, he relaxes. Then she goes and Tom's already kind of lost interest. Yeah. yeah. And like whatever, like you know, sparky moment they had yeah. is kind of forgotten already. Mm-hmm. And that's when the layoffs come.
2: Yeah, then the lay- then Jack like, Nicholson comes to the office and they start with the layoffs. Makes a
1: tasteless joke about cutting a million dollars from his
2: that salary.
3: Jack so- <laughs> Nicholson <laughs> so good. plays that so perfectly. So well. Uh, that That's another thing that is in our industry today for sure. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh,
2: there's, a, uh, there's another one after, you know, Paul, the network boss, he like, fires one of the people and says, if There's anything else I can do for you. And the guy says, Well, I certainly hope you'll die soon. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> but it starts with that like super grace, uh, like uh, graceful, like, well, I'm just old enough to be uh, complimented yeah, by yeah, early yeah. retirement. And then I, it goes to like, I hope you die soon. Uh, and that's this, you know, uh,
3: it, it, the, her, Tom hasn't changed at all where he's like, yeah. ah, getting rid of me. Yeah. They're, they're moving me. Yeah. Like he really <laughs> thinks London. it's bad. And they're like so to London, blib. he's like, that's good. You're right. on like the career track. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I guess so. You and, know, he just he 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 doesn't get fury, it
1: where he's like, you, Idiot! They're yeah. they're they're like what? They're grooming you. You're gonna be the guy, and yeah. you don't even realize it. Yeah, yeah. Brooks quits. That so line Brooks has is, is like, integrity.
3: "There's no system that it doesn't want one of <laughs> us." <you know? laughs> that's also where there's your favorite line, uh, aside from socially. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're my role model. <gasps> yeah,
2: Joan Cusack. She just slays every single. She's like really she funny. has like four lines. I and also
1: love that like Joan Cusack is probably a woman of average height, but Holly Hunter uh, she looks is like so a giant. elfin. That she looks like a giraffe, <laughs> and then she's also like, got like six inches of hair.
2: Yeah, no, she has like Marge Simpson hair. She,
1: yes.
3: She's close. She's five nine, pretty tall for hey, uh, okay. a lady. Uh, she's because um, uh, Working Girl is like right around now, maybe the yeah. next year. So she's her hair is like again bigger, it's colossal, a in a beautiful there. thing. Um, But what does uh, Aaron figure out as he's leaving?
2: Oh, Oh, yeah. That
3: Tom faking the crime. You had
2: one camera on that. Right. Yeah. Do you feel like I'm trying to think? If the first time I saw it, I would have put it together. I don't think I ever would have.
1: No, no I, I no. I don't I, think I understood the language of what they were like. Right. Yeah. I don't really get level, like what, what, what. do
3: you mean? You have to move the camera. Move the right. camera. Who cares? Yeah. Like you know, why? Why would that be complicated? Right. Yeah.
1: But then Aaron has this awful, awful lunch. Oh, and Robert Prosky gets fired, and they offer Holly Hunter the job. And yeah. Prosky has this great scene where he says to her, like, "Look, I was, was on the way me. out. They yeah. were going to fire me. I'll be angry if it isn't you. Mm-hmm. Right. It'll take some of the sting out of it
2: knowing yeah. that someone is
3: talented. no. But the Brooks lunch is where. You turn on him, Yes. I, I think. yeah,
2: Yes. Well, but first you see her walking around the room, talking to everybody, and like seeing what a pro she is. Like yeah. I love that this little bit of her dealing with it, and mm-hmm. then William Hurt asks her on the trip, right before that lunch. So you oh, yes. she sure. has
1: fourteen right. weeks of vacation. So yeah. <laughs> And his idea like, yeah, seems
2: so good. Just go somewhere warm and get the hell out of there. Like, right. let's. I'll do that but tomorrow. Let's go. But it's a real well, thing, <laughs> right, you know,
1: yeah. or a real Tom thing but where there's he's even,
2: like, yeah. but it's fine. There's yeah. a yeah. logic to, like,
1: you don't want to just come back into the office tomorrow and have a new job. Like, you need a yeah. little bit of a reset here. Yeah. And everyone's coming up to her and going, like, look, I've always wanted to tell you this. Like, all the people on the <laughs> way out. She's got some shifts she's going to have to go through yeah. to get this new position totally, like, yeah. wrapped around there in her mind. So she goes to lunch with Brooks to tell him, I guess, that she's going on the vacation. And to, with Tom. to meet
2: there, he says, "One of my my other friends. Well, let's yes. go to the go to the place near the thing where we went that time. Yeah.
1: I love. I'll that. see you there." And then yeah. cut to them there. Oh. Um, And uh, they go into these really like loving romantic comedy like movie star close ups when mm-hmm. he's going like I just think about being there with my son and my wife. And she's, like, smiling. She's like, ooh, son. And you just think it's teeing up to, like, some sentimental, like, well, it's been great being friends with you. Yeah. And then he just throws in, like, the worst fucking petty jab about, like, it's not nice to make fun of fat single ladies. Yeah. It sucks so much. Yeah. Sucks. And her fucking Holly Hunter just, in a millisecond, Mm -hmm. shifts her entire face to, like, I can't believe you would do that to me. Yeah. Uh, He immediately realizes what he's done. Tries to apologize, but I mean, it's like there's no going back from this point. And he has
3: this sort of narrative he sort of lays out to her. He's
1: like, it's fine. We're going to be friends
2: and we're going to see each other every 10 years. And we'll see a spark
1: and we'll never act on it. Yeah. Which it's like she's not viewing that as a spark that they're not acting on. Right. You know, but that's what he thinks. He thinks she's strategically choosing to not sleep with him all these times. Yeah. Rather than just someone who's not interested in him in that way. Mm -hmm. Also, like, I don't think Holly Hunter could be fat. It
2: just doesn't no, really no. seem no. Possible. It's physically impossible. Like
3: yeah. Her body just doesn't have the space to get yeah. enough food in it to get fat. It's one of the great like, things
2: about her playing Zoe Kazan's mom in The Big yes, Sick is that those, right. these like tiny, tiny people. Yes, it's just... My, it, my yeah. mom,
1: like all three pregnancies gained no additional weight. Yeah. God, I'm you know, sure everyone... Like, to, I'm sure all her friends adored her. her. <laughs> yeah, but She was just like a matchstick lady with like this tumor belly. But
3: uh, it's just... It's a perfect example of what that guy is, in yes. my opinion. 100%. And like, you know... We've all been that guy, maybe not exactly, but you know, like where it's like, you're not that smart and fun. Yeah, You no. know, your jokes mm-hmm. aren't, aren't all going to be Albert Brooks level jokes. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're going to say something where it's like, eh, par from
1: you, Benny,
0: yeah, of course one. you're <laughs> different. So
1: but, but also the like, stop acting like the world owes you everything. Like it's all stacked against you, which yeah. gets to like him feeling like when he tells the bullies at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. like these wounds, I'm going to leave you with a wound that's really good. Yeah. Stick. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he really <laughs> thinks
3: that is what matters. The world yeah. is going like to course 000, correct. Not
1: bad. Like you're high status right now, but I ultimately have to succeed and get everything I want because I know I'm smarter. I graduated when I was 15. But he yeah. does
3: leave her with the other thing, the, his piece of evidence about Tom well. And which well, the way he Where he's like, it, I don't think it's shitty that I'm doing this. Well,
2: he says like, I feel like I was right to tell you and I don't feel like I turn on him. Like I, says, I feel like no, I kind of I'm get back to I'm almost certain, I think. Yeah. yeah
3: like and the, with that, you're like, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. You
2: see his doubt that you know he's not just trying to be vindic- vindictive and ruin her relationship, but like he gets that it's important to her. He
3: gets that that matters way more than almost anything else yeah, to her. Yeah, including like,
2: him saying that dumb thing insulting exactly,
1: her. Exactly, like, that, yes. that That's gone. But that's why- Brooks not deciding which guy she was going to end up with, even into filming the movie, works to its benefit because both of them are the wrong guy. Yeah, right. like he has them do the wrong things in the right way and the right things in the wrong way. Yep. Uh, so there's no sort of favoritism or preference. Um, for sure. And then she goes back and watches the tape, and immediately. And
3: I love how it's not that bad. He's no. just it's an. It's it's exactly what he would and do. she's yeah. he's like. Oh yeah, I was moved.
2: Let's, I she's smiling for most but of he it. He goes
1: like, "Well, I just need a shot of me nodding like a dope." Yeah,
2: yeah
0: you know? right, right.
1: And he, and they're like, "Wish she could have gotten." He, oh, I can do that. You know, like it's not. He doesn't get how.
3: like. No, it's and, not right.
2: vindictive. Yeah. It's not mean. It's not like trying and to lie. The audio
1: right. in the video you hear off camera of the interview subject going, "Wow, that's amazing."
2: Yeah, yeah right. he's uh-huh. able to right. conjure up. Uh, yeah, the and tier. he feels like he did something right. Yeah. Oh. He, he's such
3: a good boy with his Baltimore Orioles trucker cap. He, he doesn't know. He's such
2: a good boy. And the boy. bikini
3: around his neck. So yeah. off he goes, and I think it's good. Yeah, the bikini around his neck. Yeah. All right. For wh- well, I love the cab scene. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh yeah. No, the so the, the runner of the way that she yeah. can't stop giving instructions right. to cab drivers, which I you know, we, like, we've all lived in New York, we know that exactly. that is what you
3: do. Uh, where you're immediately like, no, don't get on the FDR. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, like where she's like, you know what, I'm not going to do it. Take go any
1: way you want. Beat. But, you yeah, know, <laughs> uh, wait, so she's changed, but she hasn't changed, so right? So do you know what he wanted his ending to be? Go on. Uh, Man and a Woman, the French film. Uh-huh. Uh, at the end when they're reunited on the train. I haven't seen this movie. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> but there's an end scene where they're reunited on a train. Okay. And it wasn't in the script and he didn't tell the actors what was going to happen. Hmm. So we had them both come to set. Okay. And they didn't realize they were going to see each other. Uh-huh. And it's a reunion scene in which the emotion is real. Uh-huh. And it's playing out in real time while he's filming just that one take. And Brooks was like obsessed with that idea. And so he was like, whichever guy I decide she's gonna end up with, I'm okay. gonna design a scene to like that. that. Yeah. Right, right, so he right. had her leave the airport, she gets into the cab, and then William Hurt follows her into the cab. And he was in the call sheet that day. Right. So she thought he wasn't gonna be there. Hmm. And someone on set ruined it for her. Whoa. Oh. So by the time he jumped in the cab, she knew. And they tried to improvise this thing, but it didn't have that energy. And the scene's bad. And you also don't want to see her end up with him at no. that point. No. But that ending is on the Blu-ray the Criterion oh, I have the Criterion I'll yes, watch I it. it's terrible it's a really odd sure. acting exercise like scene wow. right. and then he was like fuck what's my ending now and so he came up with this epilogue so code I don't
3: on. think he really needs an ending the thing I like about the ending is William Hurt's wife because that just makes me oh, laugh so much so perfect. the reveal of her is so good yeah, yeah.
2: and in the part where he's like "Is okay if you if I just go and she's like Sigh. Yeah, like she understands that this is what her life is, right? And I like I love Aaron's kid, like Clifford. That, yeah, Hugh Clifford great. is he's, a great, he's kid. adorable, and there's just something. Nice about it, where it kind of is what he said. It's like we'll see each other and we'll have a right. relationship. Because yeah. I think if I also, you end with her in the cab, it's like it's got the bitterness tone to it, and yeah, there's agreed. something like sentimental but not unrealistic about like just seeing each other again. And that's she's like, gonna
3: be William Hurt's boss, right? You know, yeah. it's not, and and I what I mean, what I really like is that it's not like she's just married to her career. She's got a guy. Yeah. He right. likes boats. Who knows? Maybe she'll end up I with also, him. what
1: I like about the ending is it represents this triangle of like they. This was a fulcrum point in their lives mm-hmm. for all three of them in terms of where they stood in relation to this industry and them and relationships yeah. and all this sort of stuff and whether or not they're constant communication like they are always going to have that power over mm-hmm. each other in all three directions.
2: Yeah. Um, and that it's a nice
1: understated like Yeah. And like, just think I think be it, like, fine.
2: Like it just makes me think of like people who you've known in an intense part of your life and then yes. you see them five yes. years later and you're just yes. like huh okay and you have that affection even yes. if like at the time you like load them right. or like or love, love them. or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly.
3: Yeah. I'm just so with her in the cab and I yeah. love the little shift of her like She's not going to give the instruction.
2: Yes, she is. Yeah. Uh,
3: the, but I get what you guys are saying. The yeah. ending, it's just sort of like the energy is, you know, sort of leaving you a little bit at that yeah. point. And you're like, yeah. okay. I mean, you know, and it's 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 a damper ending, literally, because
1: it's raining. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's fine, though. I, I don't, like, hate the ending. There's I, that line sort of like, where mm. they're walking towards him. She goes, like, all oh, the men of my life. Yeah, right. United yeah. once again. Yeah. She's
3: most interested in Clifford.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's who really clever. Who wouldn't first be time. Him like a yeah. k-
2: telescope? What's yeah.
1: he looking
3: at?
2: Uh, it's a um like a kaleidoscope. Like yeah. uh, right,
3: it's a kaleidoscope. Like a yeah. Nickelodeon
1: Kids Choice Awards. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> okay, we're gonna play the box office game. This movie's reasonable hit. Uh, big, big hit, hit right? big hit. I mean, Fifty One Endearment was like humongous. Shh, that's true. It was like one thirty or something. This is uh, fifty one million. Yeah, uh, which is
3: adjusted.
1: Oh, one hundred fifteen. Uh, one hundred
3: and twelve. I'm good
2: at adjustment. No, no. I of course he did. Um, uh, I definitely thought it was bigger than that. I guess terms of so terms of endearment would make endearment, like, so this was,
3: like, so this of was kind of like a, over a, over a
2: disappointment compared to terms of endearment. No,
3: it made three times its budget. Yeah. It was a big hit. It didn't win best picture. It didn't win best picture because that's the that's last emperor de- year. Oh uh, yeah,
1: uh, which maybe like an unbreakable to a sixth sense kind of thing. No,
3: but I mean, it was a hit and like so it was unbreakable. It made sure, but, I think but it next was, to a mega hit. Okay, yeah. you're right. I mean, but that is. That's the yeah, that's the last emperor year. Michael Douglas wins best actor. Not that William Hurt was gonna win best actor. No. Cher wins best actress. Yeah. Uh, I would give it to Holly Hunter. But I mean I, I do like Cher in Moonstroke. Yeah, she's very good. Yeah. Um Nikki and, Cage
1: not even nominated.
3: Sure. Uh Sean Connery beats Albert Brooks. Yeah, that's he was Brooks should have won
1: for this. Well.
3: Uh number one. So it opens in limited release. Okay. Uh Christmas time. December 18th, 1987. Okay. Guys, number one. This is crazy. Is a stand-up comedy
1: film, Eddie Murphy <laughs> Raw. Yes, number one <laughs> yeah. at
2: Christmas
0: time.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, that movie is like super rated R, right? Uh, yes,
1: yes it is. <laughs> no Good one will call. ever be that big of a movie star again. Uh, yeah, it yeah. is crazy, like Elvis level famous. No one's ever going to be that iconic that you're able to translate anything in any medium into success. Because you also like hit albums and shit. Yeah, number two. Yeah, and only it's and Eddie Murphy Raw's
3: opening weekend nine million dollars first weekend huge. Number two, in its fourth week, and the movie's already made $44 million, is the biggest movie of 1987.
1: Biggest movie of 80? It's
3: a comedy. Seven. Three Men
1: and a Baby? Oh. How
3: much does it make total? A
1: 165? 167. That's... Crazy.
3: Adjusted to almost $400 million Whoa. for
1: three men and a baby. Who would have thunk it?
2: Three men and Leonard, a baby? Leonard Nimoy yeah. does it again. Leonard
1: Nimoy, yes. he he did it. The Captain America Civil War of its time.
3: <laughs> Number three at the box office okay. is a fairly sizable comedy hit made more than broadcast news. Starring two big comedy actors of the 80s. Ben Hosley is loving it. Pryor and Wilder? No. Uh, not a team that I think gets together again uh, I think it's a remake of a Hitchcock movie it's a remake of a Hitchcock movie I believe that I'm right about that
1: man and a woman two men uh, two men two men it's a remake of a Hitchcock movie is it Throw Mama from the Train Throw Mama ah. from the Train a Danny DeVito <laughs> film a DeVito picture
3: starring DeVito and Crystal I believe it is no it's not his debut his debut is something War called the, the ratings game no War of the Roses
1: is after this oh, what the fuck War of the, the Roses is game? so dark yes Uh, Anyway, I I would love to do DeVito someday.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's only like six movies, right? Death the
1: Smoochie, Duplex, and Hoffa. (laughs) That's (laughs) weird. And Matilda. (gasps) On Matilda. Matilda. He's got some good movies in there.
3: Uh, The ratings game is a TV movie, so forget that. Yeah. Yeah, so Throw Mom from the Train, War of the Roses, Hoffa, Matilda, Death the Smoochie, Duplex. So is Throw Mom from the Train
2: a remake of Strangers on a Train? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, With Moran Ramsey.
3: (laughs) Number four is uh, a kid's film okay. about a robot.
1: A kid's film about a rabbit. Is it Short Circuit?
3: You're on the right track.
1: Short Circuit two? No. It's a kid's film about a rabbit. Isn't this about a robot? I don't know. It's I not Batteries know. Not Included, right? It is? Yes. That's about, it's about many aliens. rabbits. Right. They're <laughs> little metal aliens. Uh, written by? Uh, Brad Bird. Among other people.
2: My goodness. We'll never
1: talk about that movie ever again on this podcast. (laughs) Uh,
3: So that opens to $3 million. So I guess that wasn't a hit. Not a huge hit. No. Okay. It wasn't. Number five is one of the, another Oscar player, uh, one, a big movie of the year, uh, won an Oscar. Aforementioned or not? We just mentioned it. Wall Street? Yeah. (laughs) So good. How'd you do that? That was fast. Contact
1: clues. All right. right.
2: It's weird to hear it not with the ding. No, just like it's yeah. happening in real life and not in my. I have to ding in my myself headphones. in my
1: head, otherwise I feel bad. About trains, yeah, you
2: feel like you feel like you are not valid. I need that <laughs> endorphin <laughs> rush of the ding.
3: Planes, trains, and automobiles, which is a great movie we all love. Yeah, a masterpiece. Uh, overboard.
1: Right, so he should have won fucking best actor this year, nineteen eighty-seven. If Michael Douglas is who won it, John John Candy should have won best lead actor in nineteen eighty-seven.
3: Well, Michael Douglas won. Because yeah, he, he also had have. Fatal Attraction this mm. year. Hey, hey, can I, tell something year can I tell you something? Leonard
1: Part 6. Can I tell you something? Yeah. yeah. I like me. My, my friends like me. My, my, my wife likes me. Yeah, I mean, maybe I talk too much. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but, but I'm the genuine article. Del Griffin, what you see is what you get. That's the fucking Planes
2: Trains. No,
3: it's good. It's just, it's, it's just. I, I, I like me.
1: It's a good movie. Have you seen Planes Trains and
2: Automobiles? I have seen parts of it. It is not, it's not a, I, I've okay. seen Home Alone a billion times yeah. and seen John Candy riding in the back of the, what, Rider truck? Yeah. Yeah. John
1: Candy. That's my John Candy. Trains, that's, that's the jam. His He's big good. Yeah. I like it. We're <laughs> ending on a weird note,
2: but his <laughs> <Yeah. likes>
1: him. <laughs> his friends like him. All right, we're done. Look, like Del Griffin's the genuine article, okay? What uh, you this see is, a, is what you get. This is a perfect. That's movie. like a, that's it's like
2: William Hurt. You know, what you see is what you get. Yeah, that <laughs> and is what true. you get is a lot of pain. Uh, I'm glad we can agree this is a perfect movie it's a perfect one. I would be interested for someone to argue if it's hashtag problematic for all of the things that we've been talking about I think, I, I think that is what makes it good I agree I think
3: it's honest about yeah. what is hashtag yes. problematic about it's a hard time its to watch it right
2: now in a yeah. time where like I think everyone in a workplace is like I will never touch another human being <laughs> right. under any circumstances yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right where
3: there's all those uh, op-eds going around with like can men even
2: hug anymore <laughs> <laughs> <But that's>... <laughs> uh...
3: <laughs> as if it's like Harvey Weinstein just too much hugging. Now. Yeah, I mean
2: that literally <laughs> is what John Lasseter did. Like yeah, that is much of what he is accused of doing. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, he's
1: a real Lotso Hugging Bear. Back then. <laughs> that Lotso Hugging Bear is hard to think about right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Also, someone pointed out that like all the Pixar characters are like big, kindly men you idolize. all the then, villains.
2: Yeah, all, all the, the villains. villains yeah, I'm yeah, 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 big kindly
3: men you, you idolize, and then it's like no, there's a dark. Even in nice Coco, I mean, he's not. Yeah. He's
2: like not that big, but he's like you know big. Like he's kind of yeah. big. Yeah, he's has got a Yeah,
1: yeah. And even like uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure, uh-huh. you think that Olaf's your friend and then he makes you watch that fucking 20-minute short. I didn't, how much of it did you watch? I watched all of it. Oh, because I arrived 37 minutes late and I still caught the last two minutes. My mom arrived <laughs> very late and I had to run out and give her her ticket because I bought the ticket. Mm-hmm. I, I watched Cook on a
2: Screener and the, the, the short was not on there. Oh, my and God. now
1: it is not on the theatrical release either. No.
2: That's Crazy. It yeah. is well, crazy. now
1: also Coco's not in theaters. This episode's coming out. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. Coco doing great. I hope Coco do great. Great. <laughs> you know. You know my tweet. Coco more like Gomo. a Good, good, good movie. Good movie.
2: Yeah. I remember yeah. that tweet.
1: Uh-huh. Everyone remembers it. We, by this time, by the time this episode comes out, that tweet will be put on a plaque. That somewhere. tweet is president.
3: Wait, Griffin, the did you
2: predict a best picture winner to uh, for posterity?
1: I just can't
3: believe it. The Uh, The Post did it. I don't know. I was going to say The
1: Post. Congratulations to The Post. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to maybe sense it. I don't know. I'm all out. I feel like literally anything could win this year. Phantom Thread, baby. (laughs) Yeah. It's happening. The Thread. Last Jedi. Oh, but speaking about about things winning, of course, at this point that our episode's coming out, we're in the midst of blanky March Madness. So, of course, Ben, can you believe that? Just be... (laughs) It looks like... Might now take it all the way. Unless... (laughs) Comes out of nowhere. (laughs) We're
3: so far in advance, we just have to say random shit (laughs) on our podcast.
1: Let's look out for. has to figure it out later. (laughs) And don't count out.
2: Ben's really excited about this.
1: We don't even know, like, how many... It doesn't matter.
3: I don't
2: even know what Blinky March Madness is. I'm no. surprised at this point. <laughs> it's it's, it's,
1: it's a, a, a gleam in her
3: eyes yeah.
0: is all it is It'll right now. It'll make a lot of
1: sense at some point. Oh, uh, I think everything that's problematic about this movie is also what's great about this movie. I think this movie is very uh, honest, as, as David said. But it's also... It's so well-researched. It's so well-observed that the things... That now bristle more than they did at the time, only bristle because they're so dead on. I just And the say, culture changed around it.
2: Yeah, everything is problematic that makes it great except for the Mark Shaman scene on the keyboard, which is perfect and not problematic at all. Sure. That is true. That <laughs> should be the whole movie. Nothing yes. but joy.
3: Yeah. Uh all right. Katie, Katie, you came all the way. Thank we you I flew did, you I in, literally. Of
2: yeah, no, of course. Yeah, you fly people in for. I mean, I flew of course. First class. And of course. you
1: want to tell people who your celebrity plus one was? Of course, when we fly a guest in, they get a celebrity <laughs> plus one to accompany
2: them. Oh, is my celebrity plus one supposed to be on the podcast? Is that no? That? No, 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 you just flew oh. with them. Oh, pointedly yeah. cannot
1: be on the podcast, yeah. oh. but they're a, a flight companion, a travel companion.
2: Oh, like who do I want to have taken my first class flight to yeah. go record the blankies with? I don't know why I thought of Michael Shannon first, but he'd be kind great of choice, have great choice. He's a with. former blankie winner. You want to Chicago a himself. himself? Yeah, Big yeah. Actually, himself. We're getting Big Chicago, and I are going to go to Chicago
1: after hey, this. That's lovely. Very cold. Um, listen, listen to fighting in the war room. Yeah. Listen to little, gold, little Man. gold yep. Uh Follow you on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so my name
2: K-A-T-E-Y it's sometimes yeah. important to figure out important. unlike the Albert tweets. Brooks you never bury the lead no that's a not. great
1: moment when he says and I'm in love with you mm-hmm. and look at that I buried the lead uh, it's a great moment yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say the other Albert Brooks line I like now that we're ending it off sometimes I wish you were two people so I could call up the one who's my best friend and tell her about the other one I like so damn much he's got a lot of fucking great lines he's got a lot this of movie's moments. full of just perfect fucking little little weapons hey, little Katie. daggers hey. Nice to
3: see you. Thanks for having me back. Cool. I will will, will fly on
2: back in anytime you want. Well, this was
3: the movie you wanted. Yeah. So think of the next movie you want. I just
2: feel so lucky that I got it. Like I was prepared to take Spanglish. I
3: kind of cleared the field for you. I was like Katie's. Yeah. I just figured you
2: needed a woman in journalism who is from the south, and we're like, all right, we got one. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, Anyway, who we got for Spanglish is great. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. you'll be excited when we record that episode five years from now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you all for listening please remember to rate, review, subscribe thanks to Joe Bowen and Pat Reynolds for artwork Liam O'Connor for our theme song and for Gudo for our social media go to com for some real nerdy shit and as always
0: you think you can do these things Nemo but you, you can't <laughs> alright